Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan, and welcome to a Saturday morning hangouts and headlines. Uh, if you guys could just confirm that you are seeing me broadcasting live, I'm getting a weird number uh, from the StreamYard. It is always appreciated. If you are hearing me, we've got a lot of interesting things to cover today, including Court TV's leak from yesterday, a Vox article, which I know is going to be incendiary for a number of people. We'll talk about it before we get to it. Obviously, that's the thumbnail to this video. And a fantastic article from the New Republic that talks about this case in a very different way. So we'll be going through the depths of reporting on this but also showing some of the heights. I've been trying to find more reasoned coverage of the trial that we heard because I like to do that. I'm not here, regardless of how Alita or others might pitch me here in Hangouts and Headlines, I'm not here to pillory the press or the mainstream media or any specific author, but to examine how they are contouring messaging and how that messaging is going out there to people that might not otherwise be following the news stories as closely as we are. So, this, I believe, is the third Hangouts and Headlines in two days, uh, so I probably will be uh, sipping from my morning uh, caffeine here uh, a little bit more than usual. Sorry about that, uh, but uh, the, the voice is getting a little rough, and I apologize. That said, let's dive in. I have no idea who's going to join us. I see greetings from Germany already. I, I love, I think yesterday we had four or five people identify themselves as from Germany. I always love to hear uh, where you folks are at when we have these conversations. That's very, very interesting. Obviously, I do it very early in the morning on the East Coast of the United States. So it is very cool to see folks chiming in about these topics and others in chat from all across the world. Now, with that said, let's talk about a few things. As I promised, I first want to talk about what happened yesterday. So I did a video, a short one for me, right? Only an hour long that talked about this particular leak from Court TV because the internet lost its mind a little bit. Oh, and everybody's telling me where they're from. This is awesome. We got Canada, we got Germany, we got Netherlands, India, Puerto Rico, Canada, Nashville, Tennessee. I love Nashville. I've been through Nashville. Uh, Minnesota, Maryland, Argentina, the Caribbean. Well, you're a featured player in this particular case, aren't you? California, it's early there. Singapore, Georgia. That's very, very cool. Thank you so much, everybody. I appreciate it. Um, so I want to talk about this particular set of events because there were updates late last night. Uh, this particular, uh, I think it's legal correspondent officially for Court TV, uh, Chanley Painter, went out yesterday and said basically that uh, for all the world, it sounded like the judge had ruled against something like a motion to dismiss on the agency theory of Adam Waldman speaking for Johnny Depp, right? She says, today when jury instructions were finalized, the judge ruled that Adam Waldman's three statements will be considered as depth statements under the theory of principal v agent or principal and agent, which anybody reading this thinks, oh my God, did they do something more fulsome than just jury instructions when they were doing their jury instruction hearing? Because that sounds like the judge took the question out of the hands of the jury and decided that the agency theory, which says when somebody else is working for you, you take on liability for them has already been proven and we don't even need to send a jury instruction. Now, I said at the time, I said in yesterday's video, that doesn't make any sense. That can't possibly be what happened. But we did get some doubling down as the evening wore on. So, so from Nick at Ricada Law says basically that Court TV looks like they're inaccurately reporting. Uh, Chanley Painter doubles down 
says not inaccurate when we heard the arguments from the attorneys and heard the judge make the ruling in court this morning. So I had said it was likely inaccurate. I'm trying to explain how jury instructions work to people. Rakeda says it's likely inaccurate. Uh, and I, after this, wind up getting a little bit more information because about a half hour, I think, after this interaction, Chanley Painter clarifies. She says, for more context, today's Depp versus Heard jury instruction conference was open to the public. So she says, or at least implies, she's sitting in the room when this happens. She further says, on this issue, the judge made clear that Adam Waldman made the statements in the shoes of Johnny Depp. During arguments of counsel, Depp's team pointed to some case law suggesting the jury would have to find mens rea, that's the state of mind, on the part of Waldman only. So in a defamation suit, we've talked about this, when celebrities are involved, the person making the defamatory statement has to have what we call an actual malice state of mind. They have to be at a very high level, knowing that it's wrong or being recklessly indifferent towards the falsity of the statements. But the judge didn't buy it. Thus, Waldman's statements will be considered Depp statements. However, the Depp team wants to fashion an instruction around client privilege, which will come later. And I read this, I looked at this and I said, um, okay, so this appears to be wrong in and of itself. Um, so Ms. Painter just appears to be a little bit misunderstanding of, of what happened, or at least the way she's describing it to the public. And Twitter is a difficult medium to communicate on. You've got the character limit. You're trying to actually say complex things about law. So I am sympathetic to it. But what we got here was that they were fighting over a mens rea instruction. And so I looked at that and I said, okay, I think we have enough information to figure out what happened here. And in talking with some people on Twitter, I said, look, I did this video. You can check out how jury instructions work. But here's what I think happened. In other words, it looks like Team Depp asked for some oddball instruction that Heard has to prove a malice state for both Waldman and Depp. And the judge denied it, stating in open court something that sounded to court TV like Waldman's statements are Depp's. But it's a jury instruction hearing. So as I say, the court likely said all that in denying an instruction request. So the way that works, Depp's team goes forward and says, we would like these instructions. And they asked for an instruction that said, in order to find defamation in a vicarious liability setting, where you're trying to attach liability across people, you have to show what amounts to actual malice on the part of, in this case, Waldman, the agent, in order to bring your defamation claim. The judge says, no, that's not actually what the law says. So we're going to deny that. For purposes of this question, Waldman's statements are Depp's. You can use Depp's state of mind to establish defamation. That all checks out for me. But when the court says this, it gets crossed in the streams and goes through the telephone game and pops out of court TV as the court just determined that Waldman's statements are Depp's for the limited purpose of denying a jury instruction. So as I said, that would mean effectively something like if you can prove vicarious liability, then you only need to show one malice state of mind. That if is where the motion to dismiss lives. That's what we will see. It's called a motion to strike in Virginia, but it's looking to dismiss the countersuit against Depp's team. We still anticipate seeing that on Monday. It doesn't appear to have happened during the jury instruction hearing. And in fact, I want to give credit to Twitter user ABG, who noted that this exact line of thought was actually in the Depp team's motion for summary judgment before this all starts trying to get this kicked out of court before any evidence is presented. They said, for instance, to the extent Ms. Hurd attempts to argue that she is merely seeking to hold Mr. Depp liable under a vicarious liability theory, Ms. Hurd's arguments fare no better. To state the obvious vicarious liability is liability for the tort, bad act, 
of another person. So to hold Mr. Depp liable for Mr. Waldman's statements, Ms. Heard must establish that Mr. Waldman committed all elements of defamation, including publication, a statement, and the requisite intent, which is actual malice here. Depp's team argued, however, that here Ms. Heard is a public figure and as such must establish that Mr. Waldman uttered a defamatory statement about her with actual malice. And there is no evidence in the record that Mr. Waldman knew the counterclaim statements were false nor is there any evidence in the record that Mr. Waldman subjectively entertained serious doubts about the falsity of the counterclaim statements. Said so another way, they tried at the defamation level to say they couldn't prove one aspect of Waldman's mens rea. And that matches up with what we heard from Shanley Painter. And it's just the denial of a jury instruction, which was cleared up for us due to the incomparable Emily Baker using a little bit more honey uh, than I was using when talking uh, with Ms. Painter and says, thanks, Shanley. Was this regarding a jury instruction for consideration of an agent's statements, or was it ruling it as a matter of fact, taking it from the jury's consideration? And Chanley Painter responds, thanks, Emily. This was a jury instructions conference. So as I know you know, the jury instruction was argued and decided by the judge to be included. Actually, it sounds like the mens rea element was designed to be excluded, but that's fine. The exact language of the instruction was not shared with those watching the hearing, so we shared what the judge said about principal agent. So now we understand what actually happened here. She is probably sitting in court and she can hear what counsel's arguing about, but she's not seeing the documents about which they are arguing. And so she gets this mens rea piece. She reports it as we saw, which is uh, very, very strong and essentially erroneous uh, going out to the public and then doubles down, clarifies, and we arrive at effectively right knowledge here that says this motion for summary judgment argument was denied by the court Everybody worried about motions to dismiss and everything else. What happened here has nothing to do with establishing vicarious liability. It is after vicarious liability would be established. So if you can meet the requirements of vicarious liability, which I talked about a little bit yesterday, where you actually have to establish that he's not just an independent contractor, that he's actually an employee, that he's acting within the scope of his employment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you can't do any of that, if there isn't a scintilla of evidence supporting that, and I would argue that there is not, then you can kick out the entire countersuit because you can't actually tie Adam Waldman to Johnny Depp. Now, if she says, well, I think there is a scintilla of evidence and the jury could find vicarious liability, the jury will get vicarious li liability instructions. They will also get how defamation works between two parties that are operating under vicarious liability standards instructions. And those will go to the jury for determination. We don't know how the judge will handle that. But as I've said in prior streams, I believe it's about 50-50. Um, and that is so much higher than a motion to strike or a motion to dismiss ordinarily would be in this circumstance because the deposition was so useless, because they can't pierce attorney-client privilege. And so I think it's a very difficult thing that they have to say to the judge that we have enough proof for a jury to properly infer an agency relationship in this particular context. So all that said, a lot of legal ease. The point is Chanley Painter, Court TV, have backed down from their position, thanks to Emily Baker, and are now admitting that it was a jury instruction and not anything that made the internet go crazy for about 12 to 13 hours yesterday. So that's the situation as it stands today. I wanted to get that out in front uh, because I know a lot of people were worried about it. I know a lot of people had questions about it. In short, uh, the Dep team made a Hail Mary to try to get an even harsher defamation standard to be put in front of the jury. They failed at that. That is normal in arguing jury instructions. The jury instructions, as they are finalized, mean nothing about Amber Heard's team resting, mean nothing about a motion to strike. And we will proceed as we had planned to 
onto Monday of next week. Now, before we start talking about the Vox article, let's hit a few super chats. Apple Pie, good morning, Hogue. Israeli fan here. Hello, Israel. Laura Smart, Rob at 100K, hashtag Team LawTube. I saw that. He sent me the world's nicest DM in the morning when he passed me. Uh, and I could not be happier for Rob. Rob is an absolute sweetheart. He is deserving of every single thing that is happening to him right now. Go like and subscribe to Law & Lumber. He's going to do a lot of cool stuff. He's going to be on the channel as he proceeds to YouTube stardom. I'm going to be on his channel. Uh, LawTube, we're having a great time. Uh, and Rob is having a great time himself, I know. So hashtag t Team LawTube. Uh, Sarah Kiger, uh, good morning from Bay City. I have, uh, I'm probably addicted to law too. Uh, I, I think that, I think that might be the case for a few people, including my parents. Uh, so welcome and good morning to you. Fan art exhibit, hey Hogue, appreciate your breakdowns of the MSM nonsense. LawTube has been a game changer for trial coverage over the last few weeks. And as I said, we've got a really good article today, which is exactly what I was looking for. So we're going to, we're going to try to be a little bit more balanced on this, assuming that we can get articles that are indeed uh, approaching the trial that way and other questions after the trial concludes. Thank you so much for the super chat. Hogue, Amber Heard denied writing the title. Should Johnny Depp go after the Washington Post? Kind of feel bad for Amber Heard. She probably needs medical help. LawTube should get discoed. Discoed. Hmm. All right. Well, no, he didn't fight the Washington Post because remember, in order to get to defamation against a celebrity, you have to be acting with actual malice. You have to know what you're saying is false or you have to act with reckless disregard of the falsity of the statement. So Washington Post might go too far with the SV title. We don't know, though. And to the extent that they're depending on Amber Heard to deliver that information to them, that's a reasonable source to depend on if you're the journalistic outlet. Right. So the Washington Post isn't in the room. They can say, look, the person that was in the room told us these things. We're allowed to rely on that. And so you have a much, much tougher defamation claim against us. It's realistically, it's why they're not party to the case already. So he wouldn't likely do that. Um, but thank you for the super chat. Magnus Prime, now let's get Hogue to 100,000. I appreciate it. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. We won't get there, you know, Rob speed. Um, but, you know, hey, we'll get there eventually. And I really, really appreciate the support. Thank you for the super chat. Skytron team Amber uses Twitter as proof. Hogue in old snake voice. That's a Metal Gear Solid reference. War has changed. Yep. Yep. That's Metal Gear Solid 4, I think, right? Good, good, good references, everybody. Bring those video game references in, uh, and I'll get some chats that complain about video games. Uh, but I love it. I love video games. A lot of what we cover here is that. Um, so I really appreciate the references. Okay. So we're up to speed on super chats. We're up to speed on Core TV. We are flying this morning. I almost want to say I think we could do this as a short one, but every time I say that, it proves to be false. Uh, so I'm not going to officially say that. Rhetorically, I did not say that just there, to be clear. Um, so, oh, okay. All right. Hang on. Uh, Kimberly Fisher, today's the day for Hogue to hit and pass Rob at 100,000. Love this stream. Yeah, let's, we could have some friendly com uh, competition with the lumber lawyer. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Luke Pearson, the Australian election might be a fun one for you to check out. Media is worse than Fox and Scobo is upside down. Uh, Mussolini and lost power tonight. Oh, Scomo is upside down. Well, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I haven't seen a lot of Australian election coverage here, so I will have to. I will have to look into that a little further. Now, obviously, thumbnails, right? We talked about this. The Vox headline is actually why the Depp Heard trial is so much worse than you realize. Amber Heard is just the first target of a new extremist playbook. Right, so that's their headline. It's slightly less incendiary than their tweet, 
but their tweet is pretty bad, right? The Depp Heard trial has played right into the hands of far-right extremists. Now, we, we talked about this a little bit in this space. We talked about watching this narrative evolve as the trial was covered, as it was taken on by more and more people as the internet grew more interested in it. Now, obviously, with that tweet, with that title, I want to talk a little bit about virtual legality, right? So this is obviously a politically incendiary title. It references a specific side of the political spectrum in the United States. We are not going to be analyzing this article from a political point of view. We are going to be talking about the rhetoric of putting people in buckets and things like that. But for our purposes of this discussion, imagine that this says whatever side you are not on. Imagine that this tweet says, has played right into the hands of far right extremists or far left extremists. And look at it that way, the side that you are least sympathetic to, uh, to understand exactly what they're trying to do here. Or in reverse, look at it on the side that you're most sympathetic to uh, so that you can understand exactly how this is, is playing out in the article. But overall, I don't want to see in the chat, I don't want to see in the super chats, uh, anything that talks about the specifics of political movements here because the badness in this article is in putting things in buckets, in placing labels that Vox clearly doesn't like on people and movements and processes that they clearly don't like, and not so much about the specifics themselves. We're not going to see a lot of specifics in here. We're going to see references to uh, boogeymen uh, that Vox has, and that's its own problem. The article that we're going to be talking about at the end of this video is from an equally progressive source. It's the New Republic, and we will see exactly how kind of reasoned discourse and rhetoric looks compared to the Vox article. So like I said, we're going to look at some really bad stuff to start out with. Then we're going to look at some really good stuff in terms of describing the movement and why people shouldn't be jumping to political conclusions after that article. So I think this is going to be a good dichotomy here, uh, but I don't want anybody to get solely wrapped up in the labels or the usage of the terms that you see from Vox because frankly, they're designed that way. And if you follow these kinds of things and you knew that LawTube or whomever was out there making comments on these kinds of things, you knew this kind of labeling, you knew this kind of painting with a broad brush was coming, you can actually go look at our streams that described this would be happening in the long term. But let's just talk about the rhetoric so that we don't get weighed down by that. So Vox. Around the third or fourth time I logged into Twitter to find hashtag Amber Heard is a psychopath at the top of the trending list, I realized there was no longer any pretending that the Depp Heard defamation trial was not a terrible foreboding reflection of our culture's worst impulses. So there's no longer pretending that this isn't something really, really bad. Now, of course, we talked about that particular hashtag because it was the New York Times that brought up the false dichotomy of believing that Amber Heard is a psychopath on the one hand or acknowledging that Johnny Depp is engaged in a systemic conspiratorial smear campaign on the other. Obviously, a lot of choices between those two points, uh, but then you do get hashtags like this. The media has covered the degree to which this trial has served as a referendum on the Me Too movement and a siren call to domestic abusers. Now, all these bolded lines here are links. I didn't go through all of them because the way Vox works, they like to link 6,000 things. Um, but this jumped out at me that this trial itself, that the media coverage of the trial itself is a siren call towards domestic abuse, increasing that uh, in the world. And so I looked at what they linked to here. It's an article from something called The 19th, says they're an independent nonprofit newsroom reporting on gender politics and policies, so sure. 
It's under justice label. Uh, and we see a May 18th article that says Johnny Depp trial unlocks new way for abusers to exert power over survivors. Experts worry. Now, I'm not going to read you this whole article. We got to kind of stick to some kind of schedule here. And we're going to stick with the Vox article as the skeleton outline here. But what's interesting is you get this kind of same power dynamic angle we saw in the cut and we saw in the Guardian and we saw in some other places. And it's a power dynamic angle, which is interesting, certainly to, to consider it doesn't seem to match up with what we're actually looking at, right? So they're worried about defamation suits. The second paragraph here says, there has been an extraordinary amount of media attention to the case, which is taking place in a Virginia courtroom, but seemingly all across social media with the near daily stream of graphic testimony that has emerged from it weeks on end. Badera, a sociologist who studies SV, said she can see a new blueprint emerging. Defamation suits could become a way for perpetrators to lock survivors into years of abuse. A defamation suit offers a perpetrator a deepening of the power disparities in the relationship and face-to-face -face contact with a survivor. Defamation cases are often a punishment for leaving. That might well be the case. I, I really don't want to evaluate the sociology there. Uh, but in this particular trial, it is self-evident for anybody that has watched this that this is not a circumstance in which Johnny Depp was trying to lock Amber Heard into the relationship with him. By the time May 2016 rolls around, essentially both sides are over it, at least in appearance, and Johnny Depp has already informed Amber Heard that he's going to go seek a divorce. Uh, they then settle that divorce by saying no statements anytime, and then Amber Heard goes out with statements in December of 2018. So it seems like a lot of folks in the media, including the 19th here, are taking whatever their concerns are, which may be legitimate. Uh, about the use of defamation law and potentially looking to reform that in these specific instances, that kind of thing, and forcing that round peg into the square hole or square peg into a round hole, whichever you prefer on that particular metaphor, and trying to make it work with what is the zeitgeisty cultural movement of the day. Now, that's not terribly unusual, but it also isn't a very effective rhetorical device, at least as I read it, for this trial is a siren call to domestic abusers. I do not see that as I examine the judicial process for determining whether defamation occurred. So we're already starting out a little bit strong from Vox, right? Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard is a terrible foreboding reflection of our culture's worst impulses. Okay. Uh, and it's a siren call to domestic abusers. Okay. We're starting out with some pretty strong assertions here at the top. Then we get some more. The narrative of the trial has been shaped in part by what appears to be, according to multiple researchers, an army of bots spreading rhetoric favorable to Depp. Now, they do admit in the next sentence, one researcher found more bots favorable to Heard, but said most of those bots were from third-party apps trying to capitalize on the trial. Now, if you were to look at that sentence, and we weren't going to link through to any of these articles, which would you assume are the most recent in time, right? If we're just looking at this, the man, the myth, the legend, how you doing, Rob? I'm so tired. <laughs> we're always so tired here in Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard land. Did you do that? Were you on a stream last night? Until 1.45 with Alita. Oh, my gosh. She went till 2 in the morning? Yeah. She had the super chats just kept on coming in. It was just it was just comical at that at some point. <laughs> oh, I'm, I honestly, I, you know, I, I like to support Alita, but I'm glad I got off when I did. I would have died. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard that we're, I heard you talking about extremists and I figured that I come in and talk until the, the caffeine starts kicking in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come in, hang out. Um, yeah, so we're covering this Vox article, uh, which was covered uh, in this tweet that we were talking about. Uh, they went out with this uh, essential description of the article. 
we knew this was coming in some form or fashion. We're only a couple of paragraphs in. They haven't really gotten into that yet. I was just asking uh, the chat here, which of these researchers about bots that favor Johnny Depp would you have assumed was the closest in time for Vox to make its point? And I guarantee you, since you know I'm asking the question that you'll probably get it right, when you look at these articles for link here, link here, and link here, these two links, which is an army of bots spreading rhetoric favorable to Depp, aren't about this trial at all, right? How Social Bots Created an Anti-Amber Heard and Aquaman Campaign is an article from February 17, 2021, primarily about the Sun trial. You'll never guess when Trolls Tweets and Famous Friends, the vicious PR war between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard from Sunday, July 2020 uh, in The Guardian is from, right? You've got things that are related to a different trial that Vox is then trying to establish relate to this trial. And this isn't an important point, but I did, I, look, I read through links, right? If you're going to do your homework, do your homework. So you're going to link things to me. I read through those links. And then when they tried to discount that one researcher found that there were more bots that were favorable to her than bots favorable to Johnny Depp. Hey, that article, that has, that's actually from now. That's actually during this trial in Rolling Stone. So you've, you see how this works, right, Chad? You see that you put out this thing, you use stuff from an old time, and then you use the one that's actually more recent, and then you discount it, right? Meanwhile, in that same article, they found the highest pro-debt bot post was shared nearly 20,000 times, which is interesting, right? There's nothing actually wrong with a bot post if it's shared by real people, uh, but they're trying to discount this whole thing in favor of an army of bots storyline from 2020, <laughs> realistically. So you use that as your thesis point because you really want to jump in and claim that this is massively political in nature. The work of those bots has been further amplified by men's rights activists. We're going to look at that article because they, they call out some law tubers. The part of the far right leaning extremist manosphere that seems to have decided discrediting Amber Heard is the key to destroying every woman who accuses men of abuse or domestic violence. That is quite the assertion. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 What is yeah. a men's rights activist? I thought we were just rights activists. Like what the I, heck? What is I honestly thought we were just covering a trial. I really didn't consider thought, myself yeah. very activist in, an activist know, in either direction. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and I haven't heard the term manosphere. Uh, it sounds like... Um, it sounds like an arena that you'd, you'd fight in, I think, in Fusion Frenzy on the Xbox, uh, something along those lines. Uh, but if you do go to this article, they bring up, let me see if I can click the right one here because I've got so many up. Uh, they do call out uh, Nick Ricada. Uh, it said they, this article that they link to says it's perfect for anyone who creates content around conservative talking points like Hollywood elitism, cancel culture, or the harms of feminism and wokeness. That includes content creators like Minnesota lawyer Nick Ricada, who is streaming the trial to his nearly 350,000 subscribers. It's a little out of date. Uh, on YouTube while providing live commentary and insights on Twitter. He's joined by such like-minded thinkers as That Umbrella Guy, whose YouTube for perspective highlights a video of how Jordan Peterson wrecks Marvel with his intellectual might, and Yellow Flash, who recently posted commentary on how the death trial will destroy the Hollywood agenda. <clears throat> so they're criticizing the people who cover this. Uh, and I have to be honest with you all who are here, here in chat. I've been on Alita's stream. I've been on Legal Bite stream. I haven't been over on Ricada's streams. I don't know how he's covering it, but I would be surprised if he's moving too far afield from actually discussing the facts and evidence uh, on the judicial side. Um, some of the folks in law too get a little more political than others as we discuss these things. But they, that's, the, that's the quote here. And I don't think I highlighted anything else in this article. I was wrong. Uh, about um, who's covering this and why. And again, I've said on stream, you've heard me say this, that I think it's an enormously problematic position to take to say that a jury trial 
is going to be establishing important rhetorical facts about a social movement, about a political wave, about a political party or policy position. Because at the end of the day, you know this, if you've been following this trial, we're talking about whether somebody got kicked on a flight from Boston. We're talking about what happened in a room in Australia. We aren't just talking about Me Too or political extremism or those kinds of things. And you'll be massively disappointed if you put your eggs in that basket because nothing in a trial is going to work to your political advantage. There's always going to be things that you should be examining through an evidentiary lens. And that's no different here. I did highlight this in the broader picture. It's also true that domestic violence does impact men. It's nice to note who often will not report being assaulted due to personal shame and fear that people will belittle or discredit their experience because of their gender. But Treating Depp's case as a smoking gun that modern society hates men isn't good for nuance or even rooted in objective consideration of gendered violence. It's just the next overture in a performative show about male suffering. And a the manosphere show. Performative show, yes. And the manosphere has proven incredibly adept at using these overtures to build up a conspiratorial ideology about the world around us. So that's the framework that Vox links to that effectively. If you're reporting on this and saying, hey, you know, this could tell us something about how difficult it is uh, for men to seek assistance and how it looks weird to those of us that are evaluating what amounts to DV claims. Uh, and, and that is its own bias that we could quash, uh, just like, uh, you know, Me Too talked about other things that society was ignoring. Um, that's what they frame out here as the far right leaning extremist manosphere that has decided discrediting Amber Heard is the key to destroying every woman who accuses men of abuse or domestic violence. And, and this is what the problem is with think pieces. This is the problem with generalizations and politics entering into these kinds of conversations is when you think of things as symbolic of everything else, you ignore what's in front of you, right? It is not an attack on women to say Amber Heard might be lying or Amber Heard appears to be exaggerating. She is a person. She is not a stand-in for all women. And it would be the same going the opposite direction. But when you treat them like that, you wind up with this kind of assertion. And that's where we really split off. That's where we factionalize. That's where we can't talk to each other anymore. Because if everything that you're looking at from a purely factual standpoint is treated as some kind of grand political pronouncement, it becomes very difficult to talk about the actual facts on the ground of a case like this or anything else in life. Um, so Vox is way out in left field here. Uh, and I, and I want to talk about that more because they're going to double down, triple down, quintuple down, whatever your, whatever your favorite adjective is. From here, we're only three, four paragraphs in to this article. Rob, do you have any thoughts yeah. before I move on? I have thoughts that you have highlighted a lot of it, which tells you how much invective they've thrown into this article. Like, this is Sweet. ridiculous. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got. Oh my God. I've, I've never <laughs> seen you highlight this much of an article before. Well, we got, yeah. I mean, and, and to some extent, I try not to, uh, because, you know, if you highlight everything, you've highlighted nothing. It kind of goes that direction. Uh, but there were things I wanted to talk about and things that pop out because. We're seeing this narrative and we're going to see it more. And I always try to highlight that uh, already. So the next thing that they hit is conservative media outlets have also promoted a one-sided narrative of the case. Vice recently reported that Ben Shapiro's popular conservative news platform, The Daily Wire, has spent nearly $50,000 promoting ads about the trial on Instagram and Facebook, most of it trashing Amber Heard. Now, the interesting thing there, and I haven't seen those ads, is that I don't know anybody that is in remotely this space that isn't advertising coverage of Depp v. Heard. Um, and yes, if if you're on the uh, you know the Daily Wire side of things, maybe you are trashing people. I don't like to trash Amber Heard cool. in this space or others, um, but it's an, a little bit odd to call that out when, of course, Vox and others 
are banking on coverage of the trial at the same time, just from a different direction. Yeah. And this number is taken completely out of context. What is 50,000 yeah. in, in the grand scope of Daily Wire's actual advertising budget? Because Daily Wire, last time I checked, was not small. Yeah, I suspect it's very, I, I suspect that's a very small amount of money. We, we never get the context for that, right? Like that's, that's the stats guy. What is, what is 900,000 tweets? Could you tell me how many tweets go out a year? Cause it's in the billions, <laughs> yeah, if not yeah. trillions, right? I mean, like, can, can you ground this for me so that I can evaluate it? No, seems like a big number. That's true, I guess. Um, then we get the paragraph that we're used to. And one thing I wanted to point out in this Vox article is I don't want to just say it's Amber Heard's PR team because I think that's conspiratorial, but I do think the media kind of takes cues from each other at minimum. And the order of this article matches the order of so many other articles we have seen. So we, we've hit whatever the first thesis point is. Vox goes harder than others and says this is right-wing extremism and a road to polarization. And they're going to they're gonna call in some ridiculous things in this article. You're going to get mad, uh, chat, and probably you too, Rob. And then you go and you say trial means, right? Then you drag in TikTok. You try to drag in the worst actors. You describe them as being very, very bad and lacking in decorum. And I think some of those are out there. Uh, but you've seen this playbook now a number of times if you've been hanging out in headlines with me, because this is how they describe things. They go and they hit the TikTok and then they move on and then say more and more things that say, oh, all these people are bad. So you get trial memes almost universally weighted against Heard have taken over every corner of the Internet. Sure, Amber Heard cried while on the stand. But did you see how ridiculously she looked while doing it? Not actually positive she cried. Uh, but wait, that's wait, wait. What? there's there's Etsy memes. What What's with the Etsy? Well, you know, buy, maybe there's... I can buy trial stuff on Etsy. Uh, you probably can get some like uh, what if any, uh, uh, you know, uh, handmade wool sweaters, uh, maybe uh, maybe just a, a Camille Vasquez candle holder. I don't know. Etsy has everything right. I, I wouldn't. Not, neither of those would surprise me. And in fact, somebody's going to go and say that those exist. And they were like Rick's Rick's trolling Etsy for uh, for Amber Heard and Johnny Depp stuff. Uh, but I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Etsy people are amazing. I love all the crafties. They're, they are crazy good at what they do. To put it mildly, says Vox, sitting a little bit more firmly on its high horse, this surreal explosion of internet culture vilification of herd feels dispiriting and troubling. And I will grant them that in, in, in certain aspects, that there is some stuff out there that I am uncomfortable with. Uh, and I certainly don't stand for here or, or in lawsuit. And, and that's the nature of the thing is when you have people that are very invested in it, you're going to have bad actors. Uh, but that doesn't mean you throw out absolutely everything because there are bad actors on the on the very extremes here. What made so many millions of people feel so justified in treating such a personal toxic relationship like popcorn fodder? The ridiculous facts in the case, uh, the way that everything seems to contradict itself on the herd side, uh, and honestly, the high-stakes celebrity profiles of the people involved and the fact that Johnny Depp appears to have been blacklisted from making movies for a significant portion of time. And whether or not that is justified is actually interesting to a number of people, I, I would argue. But, you know, who am I, right? I mean, uh, at what point Amber Heard, I mean, how about the fact that Amber Heard, while claiming to be a defendant, filed a $100 million counterclaim, voluntarily making herself a counter plaintiff? Yep, she sued right back. At what point before the bot armies and men's rights activists poisoned the well of discourse... Around this trial, could a reasonable assessment of the evidence and the facts have been made? Did that point ever exist? Uh, look, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I came in. You can watch me on opening day saying, ooh, that's a really tough case to win. And then seeing the facts roll in and arriving now at at least greater than 50% chance of Johnny Depp winning, which I never in a million years would have told you at the start of this case. Defamation cases are notoriously hard to win. Celebrity defamation cases, 
even harder. You want to talk about he said, she said, closed door encounters. I said, ah, that's that's very difficult. And then you add on the fact that it's by implication. The Washington Post article actually says lines that are true-ish while implying uh, that she was a victim of domestic abuse. And I said, this doesn't look winnable to me. And I evaluated the evidence. I haven't seen any of the rest of the evidence the internet sees. And I, I think you can look at this case without a political thought, evaluating what you've got before you and arrive at a reasoned conclusion that you think that the preponderance of the evidence favors Johnny Depp. I really do. So putting everybody in the box that says, well, if you're on that side, you must be a men's rights activist or right-wing extremist, or, or we will see folks, especially if you're here in Virtually Gaudi a lot, we will see Gamergate mentioned. They love that one. Uh, we will see that mentioned in this article. Uh, I don't think the well of discourse was poison. Now you do have to shield yourself from it a little bit, perhaps. I don't think it was. Most of the reporting on these memes has placed the blame for their sensationalist tone squarely on the evolution of fandom content creation. So here Vox is going to separate from its media brethren. Uh, and they're right here. When we evaluate this sequence of events, usually we arrive at fans of Johnny Depp are too crazy. Like that's the next kind of paragraph that this goes on. They say, oh no, we can't just blame fandom. And you can see the red highlights already. Recall that the white supremacist alt-right movement has a long history of memifying everything they want to normalize and legitimize and keep in the forefront of your mind that the alt-right latched onto this case as its bulwark long before fandom and the internet at large did. I'm just going to let that sit for a second. <clears throat> what the... What? Mm, yes. Uh, there's cur cursy words holding them back. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Yep. Yep. No, I, I hear you, Rob. I hear you, Rob. Uh, so if you look at this, they say, oh, well, mostly this has been Johnny Depp fans that are blamed in places like The Guardian and The Washington Post and various other things. But keep in mind that memes are the province of white supremacy, says Vox, which strikes me as untrue. Um, uh, a lot of people like memes. I, I'm not saying that, the, that those kinds of folks don't potentially use those things. But since everybody uses those things, I'm not sure that this particular bucket is where you want to make your rhetorical attack. And also, if you're really watching this, note that they don't make the accusation. This is very carefully worded, right? A lot of folks are talking about fandom in general, but recall other things that are known um, so that you put that in your head next to coverage of the Depp versus Herd trial. We're not actually going to assert anything, frankly, because there's nothing to assert here, uh, but we're going to make the implication, right? Now, year after years of political disinformation claims, we're used to social media's natural ability to contort reality. Rarely, however, has it bent this far, this rapidly for this many people in service of something this vile. Okay, now who's using the overwrought hyperbole box? I mean, yes, this is an ugly case. Yes, I don't support the people that are just out there going with ad hominem attacks on Amber Heard just generally, but there's a lot of stuff that's more vile than this at the end of the day. Again and again, over the course of this trial, basic human empathy seems to have completely flown out the window. The basic facts of the case have gotten their day in court once already, having been heard in a British court in 2020 with the judge finding in Heard's favor. But the basic well-established facts do not seem to matter. Now, here's, wow. here's, here's an interesting thing, right? Don't believe your lying eyes. Don't evaluate the facts that are in front of you in this court case. This was already decided by a judge in the UK looking at different evidence about different statements in a different context under different laws, the facts are established. Oh, no. But they even, they even they put a caveat there. 
the basic facts, not the specific facts, not the actual facts, the basic facts. So you have a broad idea of what might have occurred. We can then make our conclusion and move forward. Oh yeah. Well, they're going to, they're going to triple down on this. They do not seem to matter to people who would normally care about facts, truth, and nuance. They do not seem to matter to the tabloid media gleefully reporting on every aspect of this case. They do not seem to matter to the TikTok creators who sees every chance to parody a tearful herd, turning her objectively harrowing trial testimony into a farce of over-the-top fake weeping. Objectively, objectively harrowing trial testimony? You, says Vox, are not an empathetic human being. You are an alt-right, perhaps supremacist, if you do not find that Amber Heard's testimony was objectively, not subjectively, but as the world turns, harrowing, when she actually reported on these things, presumably in direct testimony. That is an amazing statement. I think they um, don't know what the word objectively means. It's like from, um, what's that, The Princess Bride? I do not uh, inconceivable. Means. Means. Inconceivable. I think people uh, people generally tell me I, I, I look like, uh, what is it, Vizzini? Uh, so, you know, hey, uh, there, there are worse things to look like. And, I, and The Princess Bride is a fantastic movie to be related to, so I'm all good for it. Um, but uh, yeah, objectively, objectively harrowing. The facts do not seem to matter to any of the people who have gleefully latched onto the image of her as a manipulative villain as if she split her own lip, punched her own face, and pulled out clumps of her own hair. So the basic facts that are known and established that you cannot challenge is what Hurd said and all of the things that she has claimed. Those are known. A reasoned person cannot say, those don't smell right. It's amazing. And then you tie that to what they said. Remember, remember, this is extremism. My goodness. This is this is designed to put regular Vox readers, and I'm a regular Vox reader. I tell folks in my chat on Virtual Gallery, I, I follow Vox and Fox. I want to see those various sides of things uh, so that I can understand exactly where people are coming from and what they're reading. As you can tell, if you're in this space, I love figuring out how these things are covered and what the contours for their narratives are. But my goodness gracious, you, yeah. you, you are an extremist. If you don't listen to Amber Heard is not the limb you want to be on today, Vox. I mean, let's just, let's just be honest. All right. What we're witnessing here are the dramatically compounded effects of internet researcher, Alice Marwick's theory of morally motivated networked harassment, which holds that a group of social media users can justify any amount of abuse directed at a target if they feel their cause is morally right. And yeah, I think C.S. Lewis had a good quote on that. At scale, this looks like, and effectively is, millions of people around the world lining up to eagerly subject one woman to untold amounts of abuse, public humiliation, and violent rhetoric. And of course, violent rhetoric, by the time you get here, and I'm sure some of it exists because the internet on the whole sucks around the edges, that completely disclaim. That's the right type of thing to call out. Write an article about that. Absolutely. But don't tie everyone in who doesn't believe that Amber Heard was telling the truth with all of this stuff. And then I have to know, when we talk about what someone feels all right attacking, don't we have to reflect on what Vox has written here? Vox has said, if you're on the opposite side from us on this, you might as well be an alt-right supremacist extremist. And isn't that its own kind of attack? Isn't that what we're seeing in some of these narratives for people from all walks of the political spectrum? I can tell you, I have DMs, I have emails, I have notes from uh, right-leaning conservatives. I have notes from progressive feminists. I have notes from everything in between talking about actually looking at the facts of this case, which is what everybody should be doing. 
everybody should be evaluating those for themselves. And right now, the reason I do headlines is not really to just kind of kill your faith in humanity here. It was to show you what, if you don't follow the court, the actual messaging looks like going out there. If you only ever read Vox, this is what you're hearing happen. Those crazy people, they're not listening to all the obvious evidence. They're not listening to the basic facts. These are already well-established. And if you're not listening to them, you're my enemy, right? Bringing in some Star Wars, right? Only a Sith deals in absolutes, Vox. Come on now. Now, you get that rhetoric again. Remember, we talked about the roadmap of these. You go high on your horse for whatever it is that you want to say. We saw this in The Guardian. We saw this in all the other articles we've looked at. And then you back down because you know that's ridiculous. You know people are going to be rightly able to call you out and say, Amber, heard? Really? This is, this is where you're making your stand. And we see this paragraph. We've seen this paragraph in every article we've read. To be clear, this isn't an easy story of good and evil. It's impossible to completely absolve Amber Heard, who has her own alleged history of violence or framed Depp as a monster incapable of kindness, charity, and the positive energy that amassed in millions of fans to begin with. Yet, you don't need to do either of those things to acknowledge that this is a case about the deeply unfunny topic of intimate partner abuse and that the major points of this trial have already been decided in one court of law. You do... You do <laughs> all right first of all i like rob trying to stifle swears uh he sounds like cookie monster and i'm never gonna i'm not never gonna unhear that i love it <laughs> never i'm never gonna unhear that i love it um and yeah so what's really interesting here is it's not just don't believe your lying eyes it's turn over your judgment to something that you almost certainly didn't read on a different context from two years ago <laughs> Turn over your judgment. This is already settled. Why are we talking about this at all? Why is there a Virginia court case for seven weeks? Yeah, where uh, people were allowed to testify unopposed via written statement without opposition or question to the statement that was written and presented to the UK court. Including testimony we now know to have been false regarding donations of charity, right? I mean, we, we know those are false. But don't worry, that's not a major fact. It's yeah, not a major no. fact. It might have It might have formed some of the foundation of the UK judge's ruling in that Amber Heard didn't have financial motivation to create a hoax, but it's not a major fact. <laughs> yeah. See, welcome to the party. Hey, and is this true, Rob? Is this, is this super chat true? Did you get a million on the bed breaking? Yep. That happened. Fantastic. Yep. A million views. Congratulations, Rob. That is awesome. So while I slowly kill Rob in celebration of his million view video, uh, Culture critic Ella Dawson has a Twitter thread compiling reporting on the myriad ways in which this trial is not only destroying years of progress made against domestic abuse in the U.S., but also laying the groundwork for a culture in which bots and bad actors harass, vilify, and eviscerate all other prominent women who publicly name their abusers like Gamergate, but ten, times tens of millions of participants and gleefully endorsed by people all across American culture. Now, people ask me about Gamergate all the time. I wasn't making content during Gamergate. Gamergate was, depending on who you ask, a harassment campaign against women in gaming or a campaign that was designed to try to get uh, better journalism with better uh, uh, explanations of things and uh, establishing where your conflicts of interests are and things of that nature. I have been accused of being a Gamergate adjacent supporter type person, even though I'm not a part of it at all, because I do articles or I do videos like this one that say, let's talk about how rhetoric is made. Let's talk about how these articles work or don't work. Uh, and so people have painted me with that brush i'm actually banned from certain forums as gamergate which is crazy how, to me. how, how do you how does someone like you get banned from anything you're well, like the nicest person in the world yeah. how do you get banned from anything uh you you can go look at reset era and and you can go search for hogue and you will see people very angry at me for essentially talking about journalism 
And, and the weird thing about that is what you generally get from when you, when you talk about Gamergate in general is it wasn't about journalism. It was a harassment campaign against women. I say, okay, fantastic. But I'm just talking about journalism. Why, why are you tarring me with that brush then? Is it or is it not about journalism? I'm very confused there, right? So um, so that happens to me. That's fine. It, it's a it's a little bit like the Marilyn Manson of the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard uh, trial. You will see it referenced in various places, essentially to draw upon negative inference. Oh, that's a bad thing. I know that that's a bad thing, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, and so, but you know, adjacent. Yeah, I, I, apparently. Apparently. You can go find that. You could go find people saying that. And it's like, I don't know. I said, no, no, I, I want good reporting. I want better information out there. Uh, a lot of reporters ask me for questions, and I think that's fantastic, and I give them out to get better information out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you will you will see me tarred with this brush, which is funny, because this is years before I was ever making content at all. That, above all, above the TikTok cat memes mocking herd and Saturday Night Live dismissing the whole trial as for fun, is what's absolutely jaw-dropping here. This trial, I love this summary, which amounts to a simple yes or no question over whether Heard has the right to call herself a victim of domestic abuse in a single sentence from that 2018 opinion piece has somehow united far-right misogynists with middle-of-the-road liberals and geeky progressive fandom acolytes of depth. Can you not be a geeky progressive fandom of I'm trying to figure out which, or the which one of process? those like, I fall in like in their <clears throat> mind? I guess they would probably call me some version of misogynist because I'm actually analyzing some of the... <clears throat> I, I don't know. There's three well, boxes. I mean, well, the interesting thing about this, there's there's two things that are interesting about this sentence. One, there is absolutely nothing simple about this case. You've, you've got you've got a 2018 statement referring to 2016, referring to 2012, uh, and how that comes in. You've got a vicarious liability-based counterclaim. You've got however many incidents that are being adjudicated at the same time. There's a reason this is seven calendar weeks, folks, uh, and it's not because it's a simple yes or no question. Um, so that in of itself is funny. And then... What I thought was interesting here is I want to give Vox credit. At the top, they have their incendiary headline. They have their incendiary tweet. Buried in this article, we actually get the fact that what I said, I'm getting DMs and emails from all sorts of political folks. That's the fact of the matter. You can go analyze this thing and it doesn't have to wind up. Like so many other stories in the US and elsewhere, it doesn't have to wind up on uh, this political side is over here. This political side is over here. As best I can tell, that's really not how this case is being looked at. Uh, it isn't on that political spectrum so much, except when the media tries to drag it into the question. Um, so I like the acknowledgement here, but I do note that it is well into the article, right? And it's also somewhat demeaning, right? Far right misogynist, middle of the road liberals. And if you're a geeky progressive, you couldn't possibly be uh, against Amber Heard unless you're deep into depth fandom. It's like, okay, all right, all right, Vox. People who have spent the last de decade hashtagging believe women fighting online harassment campaigns and especially resisting white male supremacy have, over the course of this trial, crawled into bed with the vilest kinds of internet refuse. Possibly all because they really like Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm trying to think of a paragraph that would be more demeaning uh, for people that just come out on the side of saying, I think Johnny Depp is in the right. And I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I think of myself as a creative, intelligent person. Uh, and that is just so beyond the pale for if you side with Johnny Depp in evaluating this evidence, in looking at six weeks of testimony, you have crawled into bed with the vilest kinds of internet refuse because you like Captain Jack Sparrow.
Don't know. Uh, Rob, any thoughts? I mean, I know that you have uh, lovely merch that says reasonable minds can differ. I think Vox yeah. has now just taken themselves out of the category of reasonable minds. I um, Reasonable minds can differ. Yeah, it means, means a lot of things. And, and most importantly, it means that someone that disagrees with you is, isn't automatically unreasonable. Um, but that doesn't mean that unreasonable doesn't exist, right? Uh, so you look at this and, and this to me, this to me is, is, is just demeaning and, and, and goes too far. And then you combine it with everything up at the top that talks about extremism, talks about supremacy and effectively says you, um, you know, progressive shouldn't be even considering being on the side of Johnny Depp because look at who's on that side. And that generalization, that kind of group think and, and trying to say you shouldn't even consider evaluating this for yourself because we're going to tar you with this brush is so, so damning to actual reasoned analysis, critical thinking. It is demeaning. It is insulting. Media can be better than this. I like some of the things that Vox writes. I follow them. They write some good stuff on occasion and they write some horrible stuff on other occasions. Uh, but they went way, 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 way too far in this article. And honestly, it disappoints me. It saddens me. I mean, this is a step back for all domestic abusers. This type of take here, like the whole, the whole, because someone is Jack Sparrow, um, we shouldn't believe anything he says. Yeah, that, that you're probably only interested in him because you find him hot or you liked his character or whatever. And you're, you're siding with, you know, all the bad people of the world. And you know what? Sometimes the bad people of the world, you can still say they're bad people and they're doing bad things, however you want to frame that out. You know, sometimes that's actually the right side of a completely neutral question. Um, and so you shouldn't just tar people with the brush of whoever the worst members of a group on one side of an ostensibly neutral question actually are, or else you'll find yourself tarred with that brush, right? You know, there, there, there are right-wing extremists. That's bad. I don't love that. There are left-wing extremists. That's bad. I don't love that. Uh, so when you look at this, just imagine it in reverse, right? That's what I said before Rob joined us, before we looked at this article. Imagine it in reverse and how you'd feel. Um, and that's, that's I think, often a useful thought experiment for trying to separate out the politics here. Because I, I know people are going to feel very strongly about the incendiary rhetoric used. Uh, but I just want to point out that painting the, with the brush at all is a mistake. It doesn't matter what kind of brush you pulled out of the can. I don't think we keep brushes in cans. As you can tell, I do a lot of painting. The sheer volume of this cultural takeover by Depp Acolytes. So again, all right. So we tried to be open and honest a little bit up above, but now you're a Depp Acolyte. Has created a seismic value shift to a degree that may be unalterable. Trial watchers seem to be welcoming misinformation about the trial while doing everything they can to reject or undermine actual documented facts of the case. I have no doubt that some people are doing that, okay? I really don't. But... Trial Watchers is a group analysis. That would include me. That would include Rob. That would include a whole lot of people that are trying to evaluate what's happening in real time, not undermining actual documented facts. In fact, how many times, Rob, have you heard me say, give me some extrinsic evidence, Amber. Give me some documentation. I oh, would love to see it. Oh, it's not even funny. I mean, the thing is, and you and Kurt, both of you guys, like we, you guys, and uh, I'm frustrated. Hang on. Let me think, thought words um i came into this trial as an attorney wanting to analyze the facts as they came into evidence thinking about how to strategically present the facts and how to basically get evidence that would otherwise be inadmissible in front of a jury and then kind of see how a jury would take that sure. you and kurt both came in here with almost zero background information at all and mm -hmm. then as the testimony is going it's 
there was a lot of skepticism that you guys had against the depth side, which made sense. And then what's funny is that was in depth's case in chief. That was when he was presenting his best evidence and there's still skepticism there. Yeah. And it wasn't until Amber Heard kind of took over and started presenting her case in chief. And then you're sitting there going, okay, you've written a lot of checks with the opening statement. Let's see if you have the cash to back them up. And it wasn't until that started happening that you're going, wait a second. Holy smokes. This is absolutely not what it was presented as like it to say that you guys have somehow been depth agents is absolutely ridiculous well acolytes is even worse right acolytes, acolytes. like you're not even capable of your own thought you're in a cult if you if you follow johnny depp you're undermining actual documented face you're welcoming misinformation you're a cultist of the church of depth and it's like you know what some people might be, <laughs> you know, there's there's some fanaticism on the depth side that is, that is not my favorite thing. Uh, but in terms of tarring everyone with that particular brush, brush, it's it's crazy to me. It is crazy to me. Um, oh, you got. <laughs> I want that shirt. Rob is sending Camille. I can't. <laughs> uh, Rob sent me an Etsy about uh, Camille Vasquez. I can't I can't pull up two screens at once. Maybe I'll show it after um, uh, the, the articles here. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, it, it's just crazy to me. And I don't want to just sit on these things. And, uh, you know, obviously we can tell, we can look at these things and say, that's obviously a ridiculous assertion. Um, some of the arguments made against Amber Heard sound like QAnon. Okay. And then this argument they use as the example. Amber Heard's trial outfits, for example, have somehow become a part of a sinister narrative in which Heard is a manipulative abuser attempting to rattle and intimidate Depp by mimicking his own trial suits. And obviously that has been talked about on LawTube and Legal Bites, and I always feel uh, uncomfortable, not from the, this side of things from Vox, but just in talking about fashion, period. I, you know, I'm in a hoodie. I wear a series of sweaters. Uh, so that's uh, it's outside my wheelhouse. Um, but it's not some kind of crazy conspiracy to note that she tended to wear, at least in the early days, things that mirrored Johnny Depp. I mean, she did. Um, and I don't know that that's the end of the world. I wouldn't make too much hay out of it. Uh, but you want to frame it as, you know, something really bad. It's not. It's essentially just entertaining yourself during 12-hour streams of looking at a court case. Um, so is that demeaning? Is that problematic? Is that conspiratorial? Is that extremist? Is that supremacist? Is that misogynistic? I think the answer to that is pretty self-evident. The Depp Heard trial has refined the Gamergate playbook in a way that will haunt us for years to come. Bring back the boogeyman. Just read Marilyn Manson whenever you see Gamergate. It is proven to extremists that if you rally around the right, beloved public figure or institution, blanket them in a protective sphere of outrage and misinformation. Okay, just so be just to be clear, uh, it's misinformation if you're protecting Johnny Depp. And weaponized fandom culture already so prone to ideological radicalization and irrational groupthink. Uh, let's see, I think that's just yeah. Who are you preaching to? Who are you preaching to, Vox? Irrational groupthink. Hmm. Yeah, so irrational groupthink. Can you guess what the subject matter of this of this link is? Oh no, I don't even want to try. Okay, it's the Disney Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> that that the fandom for Star Wars became toxic. It's a discussion of the Last Jedi and JJ's uh, Rise of Skywalker and the problem with asking for better content from Disney. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. That's they they actually linked that in this article. Yeah. And, and I, you know, one of my first videos here and one of my, the first things that I wrote um, was a, uh, was a 5,000 word uh, discussion of the failures of the last Jedi. And that was really how I was introduced to the internet. Uh, that went viral, not Rob viral. I just want to be clear. 
but uh, went out to Reddit, went out to Tumblr, went out to places that I didn't recognize. I, I'm, you know, I'm an old man to some extent. Uh, and so I was able to go and say, oh, these are interesting things. And then I made a video out of it to practice with YouTube way before virtual legality started. And then I got tarred with a brush, right? And I, I joke about that because one of the interesting things there is like, I, I, I wrote about The Last Jedi. I was really interested in what I felt were the character failures of Luke Skywalker's arc between the movies. And that to me is just, that's, that's a critical analysis of a movie plot, right? That's characters. There's nothing more uh, there. Um, and uh, what happened was when The Last Jedi comes out, it's all reasonable people arguing about whether or not it treated the characters right, the plot right as well. And, and people were angry because, you know, I felt it was the worst Star Wars. And some people felt it was the best and that's fine. That's great. I love that. Reasonable minds can differ. We can have great discourse. Um, and uh, I have that conversation. It was only after I published that and we talk about it for a little bit, weeks after that, that it was decided that effectively that people that didn't like The Last Jedi were, I guess, what Vox would call, like, I don't know, manosphere people. Um, and the people that liked it were, you know, the, the wise intelligentsia. And I, I, I looked at that and I always remember it. Because there was a period where that didn't happen, where it wasn't political. And then the media took it over and it became political. And I've always thought about that because I think liking or not liking a mass media produced Star Wars movie isn't really a political stance. Um, and yet it became one. And then with Vox backing up, you know, that this is all about ideological radicalization. You're a Depp Atticalite. And then having this link to Star Wars. Well and you got to love the self-aggrandizement because the thing is they put these links in these articles both for self-promotional purposes but it's yeah. also the you, see the bold, you see the bolded text and it's it's some way that they want to suggest purported uh substantiation to their to their claim they want to actually suggest that their claim their article is uh to be given more credit because it has all these links buried in buried in it so you can cross check their references yeah this is what they went to with the rational group thing Right. You think it might be important. You think it might be political. You think it might be, uh, you know, an international war. It might be something uh, uh, interesting. No, no, no. Gamergate fighting about games journalism um, and potentially a harassment campaign. Again, I don't people who come in here. It's like I'm not I'm not part of that. I don't. You can feel however you want to about that particular phrase. Uh, and then, you know, you bring in you bring in Star Wars. Look, I, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this chat. I'm, I'm very sorry if you disagree with me. The Disney Star Wars had no plan and materially diminished the Star Wars franchise's star. I'm sorry, it's the truth. That's not a political stance. And you can disagree with me vehemently, and I would love to argue it with you. I love talking about those things. Uh, but yeah, uh, you, you're allowed to say that, and that really isn't a political stance, uh, in my opinion. Uh, certainly, like 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 Star Wars, you can get into a situation where people dislike you know, the Disney Star Wars is for bad reasons. Like they, they do, they're, they're full on misogynists and they hate women protagonists or whatever. That's not me. Uh, that I have a I have a far more interesting discussion about why those things fail, uh, and I'm happy to have it with you at some point. I don't know how we got into Star Wars, except I saw that that was that was that link about. And basically, every time I talk, there is at least a non-zero chance that we're going to start talking about Star Wars or Star Trek. So, it is what it is, folks. There's no coming back from this, says Vox. Not at all alarmist about internet TikTok cat memes of a celebrity trial in Virginia. But there is no coming back from this. I'm very sorry to say you heard it from Vox. You heard it here first, maybe, if you didn't see this Vox article separately. I guess we should pack it in. Um, so no coming back. The actual trial verdict is all but irrelevant now. It's not just that Amber Heard will forever be an imperfect accuser, to put it lightly, 
whose own volatile history was used to help destroy a re uh, revelatory movement in Me Too, it's that there will be other Amber Herds, and many of them will be marginalized with far fewer resources to withstand this onslaught of hate. God willing, there aren't a lot of more Amber Herds out there. Um, because as we've said in this space and others, there is nothing that we at LawTube want more than people that are facing these kinds of situations to get the protection, the comfort, and unfortunately, if it comes to it, the legal redress they deserve of any gender to bring those things forward and to, to use the legal system as it's intended to be used to get that protection. It's oh, not a coincidence. Chat, yeah. Your chat is rebelling. They want, they say that, um, Hey chat, maybe let's, let's let Ho get through this first article and then I'll, I'll raise the uh, James thing. James apparently oh is in the chat. <laughs> okay. And I, so I don't, like I don't even, link. Uh, I, I would have to see how to do that on the fly because I don't know whether I, I can, can get a I can share drop, link. I can drop a All link. All right, Rob, let's if get, you want to handle that, James is welcome. Yeah. <laughs> James is welcome. we're never going to look. Yeah. He's not in my, um, he's not in the main DM stream I got that him. we use. Okay, Rob's going to take care of it for me. I appreciate it, Rob. Wow, chat. Okay, we'll get James in here. Um. It's not a coincidence that this spectacle is playing out against a backdrop of perpetually escalating racist violence and the rapid erosion of decades of human rights for women, queer, and trans people. I don't want to diminish anything that the Vox just said there, but it is most definitely a coincidence that there is a trial on, going on in Virginia. I blacked out. I blacked out. Did I just Rob blacked out? That made no sense. It's not even attempting to make sense, right? It's just pointing out that there are other problems in the world at the same time, fine. Uh, but then implying that this and the treatment of this trial court case have something to do with that. Um, you know what's so Oh my gosh, I need one second here. So the, what's really funny about this one is, and and hopefully Hogue will be able to pull up the lovely little Etsy link that I pulled because there is one character in this that is completely being overlooked by Vox and other people like that, and that's Camille Vasquez. Camille Vasquez has served as a, just a beacon of women empowerment in this one. So many people, so many little girls got to watch this female attorney stand up there as an absolute boss and take on a really massive case and it really is so freaking cool to see and the, the fact that this female attorney young female attorney who's my age is is now just a a signal to all the young girls out there of what you can actually be that you can become this attorney that that just controls a courtroom full of men in a case that has has so much rhetoric thrown around it yeah that's who i want to be if i'm a little girl growing up i want to be camille vasquez and the fact that we're throwing all of this at Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and missing the fact that that person is now an inspiration to so many people is ridiculous. And I pulled up the shirt. Yeah, I, I want that. <laughs> See, Rob, I want you to, I want you to get it. And then I want you to wear it into court. <laughs> Don't tempt me, dude. Don't tempt me. <laughs> If they have a tie, if they had a tie that said it, like I just put it under the suit, you know, and then just kind of like, like just wear it. Yeah, I don't tempt me. You did you see, by the way, the leaks from Court TV, the, the ones that were right uh, and not at least misleading, uh, did say that Camille is going to be part of the closing statements. I think we knew that already, but uh, she is formally going to be part of the closing statements. Yeah, she needs to be. Yeah, there's, there's no question. It's, it's the Ben and Camille show on Friday. Um, and then, uh, yes, let's see, going back to this, the Depp. Heard trial has just trained millions of people to discard their own empathy, their own rational judgment. 
in exchange for the gleeful mockery, rejection, and belittlement of a woman making herself vulnerable in public. If you don't think that training will be weaponized against vulnerable targets, you haven't been paying attention. So, like all things that we look at here in Hangouts and Headlines, like there's a kernel of truth there. Uh, the internet often has a coarsening effect on culture uh, and discussions about those things. But when you suggest that you can't have a rational judgment that goes the other direction, that's where you get into trouble with me. Um, and so, you know, I, I do think, as I've said before in this space, there are clearly things that people have sent me that I have seen that, in my opinion, go too far for decorum that do attack a person uh, that isn't necessary to be attacked in that way. I prefer to use the judicial process and to evaluate these things as separately. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's very hard to believe the herd team's stories um, and people that maybe aren't legally trained or otherwise talking about them and interacting in the public forums and spheres um, tend to handle things a little bit differently. I don't believe that memes and things are the violent attacks that some other folks have described them as, uh, and that we have to put up with speech that we don't like necessarily um, in, in order to get to the good stuff. Um, so Vox, um, this, is, this is quite the take, uh, and um, we're going to need to cleanse our souls a little bit uh, with an article that is much, much better on this topic from the New Republic. We're going to get to that after Super Chats. We're going to get to that after we invite, um, we invite James of the court uh, in. Rob, did you send him the link? Yep, I did. He's got it. All right, fantastic. James, jump in. Um, yes, no, uh, thank you, chat, for letting me know. Uh, it's kind of hard to see everything as it flies by. Um, and yeah, no, James is always invited. Uh, he just isn't, and I didn't even think about it, he isn't in the one place where I usually throw the link six minutes before it's about to start. <laughs> Everybody can tell that I'm always, I'm all, I'm always flying in to the, uh, to the videos because uh, I don't, uh, I don't know when I'm going to make them. Um, so while we wait for James, let's do some super chats. Gromax law tube should get discode. Discode equals discord. Oh, we should get a discord. Maybe. Yeah, I think Kurt offered to transition his um, his discord into a law tube discord. We'll, we'll be talking about a bunch of structural stuff after the trial. Nobody has any time to do anything right now. Uh, Carly loves still life by Big Bang. I am so concerned that media always twists words. These days, critic will be shamed with stand culture argumentation. Concerning, Rich. Concerning. It is. That's why we talk about these things. Hogue, there's yeah. a Camila's My Lawyer hat. Should I get that? I kind of <laughs> want you to have it. <laughs> Steph Jack UK, should JD's team have objected to EB's mocking impression of him? Seemed very improper. Side note, I am also addicted to LawTube. LawTube addict, Amber Turd. Um... I probably would have jumped up and objected. I, I don't know that I would have been able to prevent myself. Whether or not that's a strategically good objection, I couldn't tell you. Uh, but I thought it was ridiculous when Elaine did the Johnny Depp voice. That is way outside of an officer of the court. Um, so I probably would have objected out of like raw vitriol <laughs> uh, rather than like uh, being, a, being a mastermind strategist on that kind of stuff. Uh, but it, it might well have happened. Might well have happened. Um, and I'm just grabbing some more of these. Um, Dom Tate, you're my favorite LawTube channel. Yes. Love the balanced analysis and video game commentary. You deserve to hit 100,000 and beyond. Thank you so much. Yes. And yeah, yes. we've got 6,000 people here. Like, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we got to catch up to Rob, uh, who's, you know, just flying past us now. And so, you know, Rob, uh, Rob, the star of the YouTube. So, uh, so we can at least collaborate on the even six figure level. Cause otherwise oh, I just don't, on. I don't feel, 
I don't feel like I should be around Rob. He's like a higher celebrity status. Come on. You guys, this, so this, so come on, this guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting used to it. This guy here. All right. Okay. After after his very first live stream, I was on the stream with him for quite some time. He and his wife sent me a very lovely package, full of all kinds of delicious snacks, just to thank me for being there. And it, it yeah. honestly, there is not a better person on this law tube panel than this man right here. So, give him a like, subscribe. Let's get him to 100k, please. <laughs> just so he can shut up. <laughs> no, oh, See, I Robert, never want to. You're, I, I wake you're, you're up to, used to my light, articles. playful teasing now. I think. Yeah, I will. I wake <laughs> up to listen to you here read articles because honestly, it's so much easier. Not easier. It's fun to have someone who I know will analyze the article, read the article to me as they're analyzing it, so that I don't scream in my own head while I go and read it. That's right. We could we could talk about the things that you'll see when you read it, and and so many other people will see. Absolutely, Lisa White. Wonderful to see the way law tubers treat each other. Shows the professional way law used to be practiced many years ago. Yeah, yes. absolutely. We, we, we believe in each other. We believe in the mission. Um, and uh, we have fun doing it. We, we DM each other offline all the time. Uh, Darth Shady uh, Lavellen, yay, catching you live. Only because I've been up all night. But I wanted to pop in and say thank you for always bringing great perspective in a comprehensive way. You've truly become a favorite YouTuber. You have supported the channel. You've been in my comment chats for as long as I can remember. So thank you for the support. That is really, really awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, TV4 defunct, non-related to case. You're a really good guy, Hogue. Oh, that's, that's very nice of you to say. I try. I, I definitely try. Um, and some of these days here in, in uh, LawTube land with a full-on trial going, uh, it's easy to get tired. It's easy to get tired. I, I often look like Rob looks right there. Um, so I appreciate oh, it. Oh, is it that bad? No, no you look fine. I'm scrolling you just from your merch. Scroll through the scroll through the Vasquez merch. Pick out what you think would be uh, would be good Vasquez supporting merch. See if you can find uh, you know one of those candles uh, with your face on it. I gotta believe they're out there. BC Wood Daddy has entered the chat. <clears throat> Rain four thirty two. Part of the problem with their premise is that a defamation suit is not available financially to the average person, abuser, or victim, like ninety nine point nine percent of us. Uh, yeah, I mean the the legal process in any context, contingent fee, build fee, whatever it is is expensive. Uh, you're paying lawyers for a lot. Part of what I try to do in some of my pro bono time and strategic time is try to get that access to justice more available to more people, um, which doesn't necessarily make me friends in the guild so much, uh, but it's very important to me. I'm going to continue to try to do that. But until we get there, it's so, so expensive. Thank you so much for the super chat. We turn. Thank you for the super chat. Christina Weimer, heart emoji, your coverage and the LawTube crew. H&H has been helping my psych, me psych myself up for working on my dissertation. Appreciate your perspectives. That is awesome. Dissertation. Good luck, man. man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, never, I, I didn't have to do a dissertation. They don't require that of the JD. Uh, so good luck to you. And uh, hopefully hopefully, me uh, nattering on in your ear is, is helpful to that process. Carly loves Still Life by Big Bang. Because of your amazing lives, I don't manage to catch up with other LawTube videos. Yes. Keeping them away from other law tubers. Love your opinion. Here's James from Court. Good morning. Have a nice weekend and all the best to you, Rob. Yellow heart emoji. How you doing, James? Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing? I'm doing morning, well. Morning. Everybody in my chat said, why are you keeping out James? <laughs> what do you have against great hair? Oh, my God. Well, I appreciate the chat. Yeah, I've been, I was getting some demanding uh, tweets to hop on. So I know Twitter is... Um, very um, opinionated when they want something to happen. So I appreciate it. 
I don't know how you're even keeping up with your Twitter. I've I've seen it blown up. I I imagine your DMs and timelines are an absolute, um, well, let's call it a tire fire. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had to deal with this before. It's not like, I mean, you know, y'all have been, I know Rob, I mean, you started that video just last week and everything and it blew up. So, but you've had probably like a week now or something maybe to deal with it. And all of y'all have been like, you know, like slowly kind of, I mean, obviously you have way, way more followers than me, but still you've been slowly building your base and stuff. This was kind of like overnight and it's very, very over. I'm not used to getting uh, messages from strangers, which is totally fine. I don't mind any of it. I'm just not used to it. Like, and it takes me sometimes a week to respond to like my own parents. So it's just, I have to get better at all of this now. No, James. You're going to have to, well, you have to pick your fights, honestly. I I mean, um, uh, and sometimes um, a thumbs up is what you have time to give. And from, in my experience, people will appreciate that. Uh, you know, the, you, you hit the emoji and you say that 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 is awesome. Uh, I think all of LawTube is getting way more traffic um, than even we're used to. Um, so it's impossible. You, you can't keep up with everything, uh, but it's super cool to see you, you know, get on social media and, and have all of the, that uptake uh, and, and get your reports. Yeah, I appreciate it. Happy to help. Happy to give as much details as I can to everyone. So uh, since you haven't been in headlines before, basically what we do is we take a couple articles, we talk through them, and then I try to answer uh, increasingly off-topic Super Chats, uh, which are always fantastic and fun. Absolutely. I'm down. So we went through the Vox article, which you may have seen already. Uh, It looked a little bit like this. Uh, They advertised it a little bit like this. Um, And we talked about that. We talked about some of the rhetorical, um, let's call them flourishes that they were using. Uh, in uh, in not the greatest way. Uh, and then we have a second article that I've actually brought up um, to show how I think it should be reported on, to be frank, um, uh, in another outlet uh, called The New Republic, um, which I believe, I don't know the politics of every outlet, but I, I think it is also um, kind of describing described as left-leaning uh, like Vox, uh, but takes a completely different tact on on the article, on the on the trial. Uh, and I think that'll be very interesting for us to look at and hopefully to not leave you off at the end of headlines like I so often do, uh, depressed and fearful of how everything that you've ever read has been reported to you. Um, so we're going to give that a run after we do some more. And, and, and you just, uh, Rob just keeps sending me um, things that he wants to buy, I think, that are Camille Vasquez related. Oh, no, so I, want, we... I, want, I want this for you. Like, I need oh, to see I see. That All right. Camille is my lawyer. I, I can't afford happen. Camille. I know. This is not, these are, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, is that, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yes, yeah. So to tell people to stop wearing um, stuff because people are now wearing a lot of like Johnny Depp and Camille Vasquez shirts and different things. So yeah. the sheriff had to say, you will not be allowed in court. The judge does not want to see it anymore. Oh, that's actually a really interesting observation. We didn't know that. Yeah, that we happened the last two days ago. Yeah, they wow. said. You cannot have anything with Johnny Depp, Camille, like nothing with the lawyers. The judge will not tolerate it. That answers a lot of questions that people were having about how the crowd, whether there were Johnny Depp t-shirts, like, yeah, that's that's good intel. Yep. Oh, yeah. Storms rolling through here. I have to give myself a little more brightness here in Michigan. Um, but yeah, let's hit, uh, let's hit a few more super chats here if I'm caught up. And that is great information because we would have sent Rob um, and you know, <laughs> Camille is my lawyer gear. Um, so that would have been bad. Yeah. It would have been bad if you were turned away, Rob. Uh, Luke Pearson, how has Rob buried his way into our hearts so quickly? I ask that myself every day. 
And how much will he stay around post Depp? Ooh. I'm not going anywhere. All right. Also, please send your homebrew to Nick and Emily. Uh, we got a report from Ian about your excellent homebrew. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Sarah Kiger, James wants to join you guys. Send a DM. Get James in here. Oh, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Grow Max, if you're a bot and in the chat, then clap your hands. Um, so yeah, we were getting I got I have the subscribers on because we've been getting bot attacked pretty darn good. Really episodes of this. Yeah. We got we got hit by uh bots that came in in force on a five minute timer uh mm -hmm. yesterday. And I was like, wow, you guys are serious. You guys are serious. <laughs> now were they just random, like saying random stuff, or was it specific? It was Chinese. Oh, interesting. Okay. It was literally, it was literally Chinese, and it was from you know somebody claiming to be like China. It's like, oh, here come the bots. Everybody, clap your hands. Um, sorry, my daughters are in dance. <laughs> there's only there's only certain songs you hear. Uh, <laughs> so I can I, I can do those songs uh, very specifically. Uh, thank you very much for the super chat. Uh, let's get that right. Yeah. Uh, Glacier Legal Solicitors and Advisors. Morning, Rob. You've pulled up looking better than expected. Toothy grin emoji. Oh, thank you. Dancing Beagle. So they're pushing gender roles while telling us to avoid gender bias. Got it. Yeah, this, we're going to get some Vox article comments. Yes, they were doing that. Nitro 1000. There are men's rights activists like Chloe Roma and other women that are using this trial to point out men can be victims of DV. And again, I mean, like, that's just the truth. Um, so I don't even know that you have to find yourself in the camp of being an activist on that. I think it's just looking at the law and, and the evaluating the circumstances on a neutral basis. So thank you. Gavin Hill, one of the things I've liked about Rob, I always love it. We're just getting a sequence of super chats about how amazing Rob is. I'm making you money. I'm making you money. <laughs> Rob, yourself, that includes me and Alita, is that I have no idea from watching what your actual political views are. Credit to you. <clears throat> I'm... I'm it's I'm not very about that. about that. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of chat games that used to be played in virtually God. I don't see them as often anymore. Of people, there used to be like 30 comments in a row trying to guess what my politics were. Um, that, that always amused me. I will tell you that um, if we were just describing my politics, I don't like labels. There have been commenters that have nailed it right on the head. So there you go. Go search oh, for that. Very nice hug. <laughs> go there search for those commenters. Yeah. Yeah. There, I think it's one. I think there was one where I was like, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Good yeah, luck go find it. it. I, I only have a thousand videos on this channel. So, you know, have fun. Uh, Glacier Legal Solicitors and Advisors, save it for later, but read Disney versus the Florida legislature. What do you think are the odds of Disney pulling a power play and moving the whole setup elsewhere, approaching zero? Um, I mean, surely the tourism dollars Disney brings in can be leverage. Uh, yes, but the infrastructure costs that they have invested in the Orlando area are insane. Um, so I personally think, and I have a video on this, if you want to go check it out, I think I called it Disney wild, because the other thing you'll learn if you're in virtual reality for a long enough time is I cannot resist a pun. Uh, so, uh, I think I called it Walt Disney wild, something like that. Um, is that, uh, you can go check that out. I covered how the legislature works. I covered that. I think it's a first amendment issue if they wanted to bring it up that way. But ultimately I think it's the kind of thing that the Florida legislature will change back to something that advantages Disney in the next couple of years and that this is essentially a shot across the bow um, to them. So no, I think there is no chance they will move. Thank you for the super chat. We turn. Wow, Rob, haven't heard the word invective since college. Why, thank you. Sometimes I use my vocabulary that I sometimes have. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't know if that was intentional, Rob, but that was perfect. 
while while extolling the virtues of your vocabulary, the sentence flames out. I love it. Link for the Walt Disney buy link for the Walt Disney videos in the chat. I just dropped it there for someone if they want it. Oh wow, Rob, thank you. Uni Lynn, congrats on 100 k Rob. Partying emoji. Also, thanks for another H&H hoax. Smiley face. Greetings from another German. Winky Man, and smiley German, face. I love waking up to you, guy. The, the Germans. I got a lot of German support, and I appreciate it. DCRU Seeds, would Law 2 benefit from having a former police officer, detective, and narcotics detective to come on and speak about showing up on some of these scenes? What we are looking for, and so on. I think perhaps, uh, but who you want to talk to about that is Alita at Legal Bites. Uh, so if you look at Legal Bites Media on Twitter, that's basically how people reach out to her. Um, I am I'm mostly just doing headlines and, and doing it with Blotube and some of my gaming buddies. Eventually, I'll tell you some of my gaming buddies said no to coming on because they're intimidated by you all. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to have to work on that, get some nerdy streams on there where we don't have all these intimidating lawyers. You can tell Rob looks very intimidating right now. So intimidating. So intimidating. Fetigator. Welcome to the Hogosphere, Slayer of Vox. First of all, that sounds like an awesome Dungeons and Dragons campaign, so I appreciate that. Um, Slayer of Vox sounds pretty cool. I, I, I like Vox uh, on occasion. I, I also dislike them on occasion as well, but um, uh, yeah, Slayer of Vox is cool. Becca, Becca, boom. Hog, love you. Thank you for talking about this. This type of journalism is disgusting. I, I tend to agree. I think it goes too far. Nathan C., bring on James from court. People are telling him to join you on Twitter, and he said he would if you DM'd him a link. Thanks for the Saturday wake-up stream. James is making the stream money too. <laughs> James, I'm not angry at James. I just, I just love, I love that while this was happening, uh, Rob actually had to alert me to this, James, because I'm, I'm busy talking through the article and everything else, and like, and Rob's like, your chat is going crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, they said, yeah, they said that, and the chat was like, oh, he's going, like, he's talking and stuff. I was like, okay, well, I mean, if, if they want, whatever, I'm fine. But yeah, people, I. I mean, I love all, all the love on Twitter for sure. So thank you, Nathan, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. And and do James, if you have if you want to jump in on anything, just jump in because I'm just rolling through chats and, and yeah, please, uh, yeah, absolutely. Just jump in if you want. Apple pie. I see Rob slumping sideways more and more with every line of the article. <laughs> it's so I'm far away from the microphone when I curse. I was, yeah, your, your, the, the cookie monster grumble was my favorite, but it was mm. <laughs> Carly loves still life by big bang. Which news outlets are serious in your experience? Which ones reported neutral about this trial? Is it, if it's oh. possible, can you name national global ones? We're going to talk about an article that I think is really well-written on this trial because I was so, I, I so didn't want to just have terrible articles here. Here's what I will say. I think every media outlet has some good writers and some bad writers. Unfortunately, they get you know, described here and other places as the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Guardian or those kinds of things. Um, I think it's more important to follow people that you think are that you can trust in terms of writing and that don't just lay on the invective or the irrational comparisons or correlations, etc. Uh, and to follow those writers more, which is why I think Substack is becoming a, a favorite place of a lot of people that follow writers and not outlets, um, because you learn what those people uh, think you learn what they like, what they don't like. And that doesn't mean that you have to agree with them every time, but it allows you to know where they're coming from, what their tilt and what their biases are and move forward from there. Um, and I feel that same way about things that aren't important. When you talk about reviewing movies, say you go find someone that kind of matches up with you or that is the exact opposite of you. And you can evaluate what you want to spend your time, your precious, precious time uh, watching or playing because you know how they think about things. So we're going to talk about the new Republic I think that every single outlet 
uh, has some good stuff in it. There's Washington Post articles I like. There's New York Times articles I like. I'd have to think if there's Guardian articles I like. Um, there's Vox articles I definitely like. Um, but that you have to be careful because obviously these various outlets have their own tilt on a lot of this stuff. Window to the soul. Strange how I'm suddenly getting bombarded with Amber Heard fan pages on my recommended PR team at work, do we think? I have not been so bombarded, but could be if that is happening. Have any of you seen pro Amber Heard fan pages when you're on social media? Uh, I see them like liked and retweeted sometimes by other people, but not a okay. lot. All right. I'll see the Our, comment in a video like that makes no sense. In one of your videos? Yeah, there's been like one or two. Okay. R. Finch, the Vox article is just setting up that a majority male jury is going to find her liable and therefore we shouldn't take the verdict seriously and that men don't believe women. She's going to keep her ambassadorship after this. I don't think she will keep her ambassadorship. I think the ACLU has to uh, has to parachute out of there. Uh, but yes, I can promise you that if Amber Heard loses this case, the PR statement that says the system is broken is already written. Um, so, I mean, like that is coming out. Uh, and they, is they the, already they test they test drove it at the end of uh la two weeks ago that Friday they did, they, they did trial balloons around and then the judge had to say stop doing that um so yeah that's coming out uh, and and is this a prep for that I don't know I think they'll they'll definitely cover it again when that happens so I don't know if that's prep for that but it's of the same ilk Erica Ashforth the star was the defendant Amber Heard was a witness the son you mean yeah yes that's exactly how it was in 2020. Trent Collins, congrats, Lawn Lumber, on 100,000 fire emoji, emergency emoji. Hogla is next. Yes. I hope so. 100,000. Will be cool. Death, got to say the new PR team is effective at getting a message out. Not a great message, mind you, but a message. They seem to be very effective. The, the, the media turned pretty hard when that happened, whether or not that's just because of the way the place we were in the case, moving on to Amber Heard's uh, testimony or because of the new PR team. Reasonable minds can differ, but they do appear to be effective. Castle, interesting that Vox called out SNL, but omitted the substance of that skit. Yes, it didn't fit their narrative. Yeah, SNL uh, was making fun of it as well. I believe they were, theirs was an Amber Turd skit, real, realistically. Uh, it just lacked in being funny. Uh, folks, can you talk to yourselves for just a minute? I believe my daughter is home, and I'm going to get the door. Yep. So let's see. James, what? Yes. Uh, are you going Monday? Yeah, are you? I have court on Tuesday. I have a trial on Tuesday, so I can't go Monday or Tuesday. But I'm going to be really excited to try and get in there on a Friday. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, that's probably have to show up like the day before. Um, like, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe a lot well, of people won't go that day. So a question for Yeah, right. A lot of people won't go on Friday. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> You're out of your mind. It's closing arguments. They both have two hours um, on the line thing. I didn't yeah. when I was there, I didn't see a whole lot of Amber Heard supporters. And I was kind of wondering, well, not really wondering. I feel like if they actually announced themselves at Amber as Amber Heard supporters, they would probably get a lot of rhetoric thrown their way. Have you seen anything like that? I haven't seen any Amber Heard supporters. I've heard whispers about like, okay, there are some here, um, here and there, but they are very silent. If so, they don't say anything. I mean I want to say yes, there would be some rhetoric. Maybe, you know, there's some people in the line, like, after a long night, especially if they were, like, rude or, like, said stuff. You know what I mean? That might be disparaging. But, I mean, a lot of the people, I think, are just, I don't know. They seem to be so... Um, the line is pretty chill. It is. It's really chill. And they it's all about Johnny Depp. They just really love Johnny Depp. And, of course, they dislike Amber Heard for, you know, what they see as 
her attacking him, but at the same time, I don't think they would go after her, um, you know, if there were fans there. Yeah, and, like, the lawyers, like, I mean, yeah, they, like, whisper and talk and stuff, but they don't really, like, you don't see them, like, glaring them down or, like, saying rude things to the lawyers in the hallway. Like, there's none of that. Um, And they they are pretty chill, and a lot of them are, like, running on, you know, like, an hour of sleep for, like, five days. So... But, yeah, hour of sleep for five days. How much sleep are you getting? There's no way you're getting any sleep. <laughs> I mean, during the trial, I, I'm probably get like three hours a night, maybe four, something like that. If I'm lucky, um, I did oh get. Oh my to god, sleep. to be young again. Yeah, and that well, doesn't last, buddy. No, I like can't. The, would I not be able to wake up in the morning after, or just feel terrible? What when you when you get older? Yeah, you know, every, everything just hurts. Like everything oh. hurts all the time. Like one alcoholic beverage, hangover. Three hours of sleep, miserable life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. But dude, take I mean, take advantage of it. That's the thing. Like, God, I I wish I had gotten into these trials or wish had watched this stuff when I was your age. Like, it'd be just so much better. I don't know. Just feel like you get so much more information, so much more informed. Um, and then you get to see the real life things up close and you actually get the, the perspective. That's the real perspective and not just what you're being fed by media and social media. Yeah. It's so weird to, this is actually my first time ever in a courtroom in a courthouse. Um, and it was very weird to see the difference between what the media reported and what it was like inside. I mean, I guess I'm used to them twisting narratives by now. Like I live in Florida. Um, I, there's a lot of other things I've seen, you know, like throughout the media times where I've been like, oh, wait, this is one thing. And then I see it. Oh, wait, it's no, it's being spinned as another thing. So I wasn't totally surprised, but I thought something like this would be so unbiased. You know what I mean? Why? Why do that? Why try to make it seem like a completely different situation outside of the courtroom? It's also kind of cool. Someone who doesn't have a law background, like I've kind of learned a lot just by watching like different objects, objections and, you know, like, I don't know, different legal terms. So that's always fun. So from Florida, so what, what made you want to drive up and watch the trial period? Like where did it, when did it start? Well, so I was already, I was already up in Connecticut cause I drove up to see my parents for, I think it was like Easter. And as I was stopping through Virginia DC, because my parents lived here for a while um, in Falls Church, I just stopped again. Cause I, you know, I like it. And at that time I had been, as I said, listening to Emily D Baker a lot about this trial because I started, I think it was like the Jesse Smollett trial or maybe something like that. I started listening to her commentary on and that, that introduced me to legal bites and then law tube in general. But it was really just that I was like, you know what? No one's talking about the jury. Everyone's asking questions. I remember Alita was like, you know, we don't know anything about the jury. Like there are some rumors or some reports. I'm like, well, I'm just going to go, you know, figure it out. I'm going to go see, like I've done freelance journalism and stuff like that. Um, I asked, you know, my people, they would be interested in like, if I were able to write something about the case and then it just turned into such a bigger thing than I could have ever imagined. <laughs> so, so basically Emily, Emily D Baker created an inside plant in the jury that we just did or in the courtroom that we just didn't discover until almost three, two, two thirds of the way through trial. <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> you were so, you, I, you know, I loved it when you appeared on with Emily Baker because you were so um, uh, enthusiastic. Uh, and I thought that was fantastic, James. I mean, don't I mean, don't diss him on that one because I'm a huge Emily D. Baker fan. Sometimes I, being like awestruck by some of that craziness. Rob, I know I playfully tease from time to time. I was not being uh, dissing at all on that. I, I thought it was, I thought it was adorable. 
I'm a I'm a fan of hers I it was and I was holding I was not expecting that either I was expecting to be like okay I know I'm gonna stream with her at like lunch on this day or after the trial on this day and I have time to prepare or whatever but like I and I've met you all before so you know I was with you talking and then all of a sudden she popped on and I was like oh like I can't believe I'm actually because I've watched her <clears throat> a while now so it's just uh it was cool it was kind of surreal and I'm I don't know I'm glad for the opportunity I want to thank Gal Elliott for just the ridiculously generous wow. super chat. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Gail. I, I very, uh, I very much appreciate it. Obviously, I'm speechless. And also, I forgot that my daughter was having a sleepover here, and the uh, other girl was being uh, picked up. So that's why I was gone for a few minutes. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, taking over uh, for a few. I really appreciate that. Um, so uh, we got we got to have a few more of these before I can move to the second article here today, or else we're going to get really underwater. Kisol. Interesting that Vox called out SNL. We talked about that. Thank you so much for the super chat. Tay, terrific. I consider myself on the left. I found you guys extremely fair. The idea Amber Heard is a symbol of all women is gross. All these articles just make me distress mainstream media even more. I can't rightly blame you for that. This is what I'm hearing from various people of various political walks of life. Sandra Almerico, good news is people are going to more and more question news organizations. Fox said Doggygate was a violation of AU COVID policies in 2015. Hmm. And I don't know anything about that because that definitely hasn't been in court, but I have had messages come in and say there's issues with Australian dogs. Uh, Mike Hat, it's articles like this that get me word for journalists. Cough, Epstein, cough. So glad the Ministry of Truth got disbanded. Yeah, I almost did a video on, on, the, on that bureau. Uh, maybe still yet. We'll see. We'll see. Andy Blanc, Rob, congrats on the 100,000 subscriptions. Elbon, progressive-ish feminist here. I'm so grateful you're here to cut through the BS and give us reasonable fact-based coverage. Let's go 100,000. Yes. Thank you so much for the support. Well, Elbon is not a right-wing extremist then, as the media would love to to paint them. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't appear so. Yeah. No, it wouldn't appear to be breaking so, on those lines. Crazy that it's so different from what they're yeah. reporting. Yeah. Lucius Augustus, I find it interesting that when people question journalists, they act like people are coming for them. Journalists continue to show their true colors. Well, I mean, like that's the boogeyman term that I talked about before has that kind of patina to it so yeah I, I hear you shannon riley thank you for the super chat s glenn in vox's article so far none of the trial testimony has substantially contradicted anything in herd's original claim of being a domestic violence survivor yeah, I, I i did see that as we were discussing the article I, did you know nothing has contra contradicted amber heard in in the virginia trial yet her so. own testimony contradicted itself i don't understand these people i mean <laughs> i can't <laughs> Well, you heard it here first. Yeah, look, Vox has spoken. That that means voice in Latin. They're the voice, and you they've spoken. Um, so yeah, no, I, it's the entire thesis of their article is effectively that oh god, we got purple hearts. <laughs> I don't know Wait, if that's an Emily appearance or just an Emily reference. No secret, secret, Miss Squirrel, tell us. Uh, no, it's um. So yeah, I I hear you on the Vox stuff. Uh, I wanted to point that out because I thought it was so so far afield, honestly uh sympathetic slytherin sporting my reasonable minds can differ merch thank you you can get your merchandise under these videos reasonable minds can differ i tried to make them classy they're not just advertisements for me uh melly p forceful stupidity hemvox pisses me off angry cursing emoji i've never seen that emoji so much as when we do headlines <laughs> suggest read saul alinsky's rules for radicals bullet points are quick will help interpret the mainstream coverage on this and other topics people i've read that interesting Jenny's getting inky with it. Just got here, and that headline makes me want to tweet at them to qu quit being an amber turd and crapping on half the country. 
or at the least a pick of Susan Powder saying stop the insanity. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's deliberately divisive, right? And that's one of the things that I react very strongly to. Sparling Gamer, thank you for the super sticker. Christina McGuire, conservative and proud, justice for Johnny Depp. Yeah, and we're seeing we're seeing the gambit, right? Uh, Elise Rose, greetings from Eorzea. Another Saturday, another ga gathering session, another hangouts and headlines. Perfect. Uh, that's Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, so, wonderful. I'm glad I can help be the soundtrack for your MMO travels. Janet Dick, Rob, congrats on 100,000. Lord Luke M., why do you guys even have an MSM anymore monocle emoji? What even is this? Really angry and closing your eyes emoji. Very galled. The German media approaches this rather objectively. Also, just Luke is fine. <laughs> nerd emoji. Is that, emoji? Is that uh, a nerd emoji? Yeah, it's a nerd emoji. Okay. I think that's what Emily uses for law nerds. I love it. Uh, Matt Pearson, question. In rebuttal, can Depp's team call video depots already edited agreed upon by both sides, knowing that Amber Heard's team can't shorten their time in the video? thus running the clock out for them without them stopping it. I really don't think you're going to see games playing with the deposition times, however that is working in this particular court case. Uh, I know people have asked about that in a number of different directions. I would doubt that they can just simply do that, but we'll have to see. I anticipate that there will be video depositions as part of Johnny Depp's rebuttal case. Um, so that is worth thinking about as well. Glacier Legal Solicitors and Advisors, I think Legal Mindset put it poetically rather than me too or men too, should be hashtag don't dismiss anyone, irrespective of gender. Don't tear people down until allegations are properly investigated. 100%. 100%. I love that. William Eggert, off topic question, Hogue. Have you seen the Halo TV series? Thoughts? Critiques? So I don't want to go off on a screed here, but um, two things. If you go over to the Season Gaming Bitcast, I do those every Sunday. Uh, with a group of very intelligent folks, and we have talked about the Halo TV series. I very much do not like it. Um, I think it is poorly done science fiction that is also a poorly done homage to Halo as a series. I do not recommend. Rob, are you a fan of the Washington Commander's name as the final choice? No, I think I openly I openly wept when they chose that name. Like, it was the dumbest thing I could imagine. I'm so upset. It it's That's funny. I would have been. I'd been secretly hoping for them to announce that Redskins was going to be their name, and they had changed their logo to Potatoes. That that was that was my preferred. <laughs> that, was, that was that was my preferred uh, move on this one. Um, but but I also did like uh, the red tape. I I, enjoy, I thought that one was pretty been, good. Could have been anything. There was like Red Hawks. There was Red Tails. Red Tails was a good one. That was the, Red Tails uh, was an awesome name. They lost that because somebody already had it. They, they, I think I they wanted that one, and they, they they had an intellectual property fight. You know, or the admirals, like that was a good one. The commanders, it, oh. <laughs> well, you got him, William Eggert. You got him. So that's a good super chat. Yeah. What if anything? I'd love to hear Vox's thoughts on DVSA victims who overwhelmingly support Depp, but not right, not really. It might be too disturbing. I mean, based on that premise of that particular article, I think you'd get something along the lines of their brainwash, their acolytes, that kind of thing, right? Uh, Secret McSquirrel, James wants in. Everybody tried to notify me of this, James. Everybody tried. You got <laughs> Secret McSquirrel? Isn't he your mod? He <laughs> you, is. You got <laughs> Trying to flag it for me. Uh, Blue-eyed roof Korean, the based law tubers are being connected to the fandom menace. They are. That is what is happening um uh, on this stuff uh and that's interesting in and of itself somebody is just going to use that discussion of the last jedi against me later on i, I know it I, what i didn't bring into this video by the way guys is that there are 
um, tweets. There are blue checkmark tweets. There are article writer tweets that have started talking about um, not not quite alt right or not like that, but um, folks that are now dissecting the journalistic headlines that were are reporting properly about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial and like references there. Uh, so yeah, hello article writers. Electric moccasins, the irony of the articles is incredible. Ashley Lynn, when a friend says, have you seen what's happening in the JD trial? It's so misogynistic. I don't know what to say. How do you stay so calm? And how would you respond re-MSM who are coming off sounding like a crazy conspiracist or without coming off as a crazy conspiracist? Um, I think you just have to point out things in kind of a, a neutral way. You know, when they say something like Amber Heard has never said anything contradictory, you can at least say, look, she claims that she broke her nose and had two black eyes. Then she doesn't show any photos. She claims that she got hit in the face with the ringed hand six to seven times. And then she shows a photo of a bump on her elbow. Uh, you know, and, and you have all these things that say, this is what happened. When that cross-examination starts, it says, here's your story. Here's the photo. Here's the story. Here's the photo. Here's the story. Here's the photo. Where are your doctor's records? Where are those kinds of things? And not to be combative about it. Just to say, look, I followed the trial and there are very clear bits of storytelling that lack in all extrinsic evidence. And you can't simply rely on somebody that sounds exaggerative without some kind of corroboration. Now, you got a little bit of that from Whitney. You got a little bit of that from Josh Drew. And we'll see what Johnny Depp's rebuttal testimony actually does. But um, uh, I think you just have to, in my opinion, the way to handle it is to not be combative and to just try to explain what you've seen. And I actually had a, a good person yeah. on Twitter respond to this. Or Ashley, um, you know, when people say it's misogynistic, maybe they're talking about the fact that people don't just believe Amber right away, but it might be more misogynistic to believe that no woman could ever lie or be in a position of power over a man or be the abuser. You know, I mean, it's almost like saying like women can't be in that position when they can. Um, you know, they have just as much power over men in many situations. So I thought that was a really interesting point brought up by one of the my Twitter followers, you know, that it's almost more misogynistic to imagine that she could never lie and never, you know, be an abuser at all. I agree. Yeah, no, and we talk about agency sometimes. Uh, and, and with agency, which women 100% have, and I believe that fully, comes the agency to do bad things. Um, that's the nature of things. Um, and here, I literally came in as open as I possibly could. Tell me what happened, Amber Heard. By the time you get to the end of that direct testimony, you're like, okay, all right. Well, I, I need to see something that backs some of that up. And now we're three days later in testimony and I don't really see a lot of it. So, I mean, like, that's just evaluating things. That's not doing anything more fancy than that. Um, but I think you make a great point. Blue-eyed, roof Korean, the base. This is the same thing that happened during The Last of Us Part Two. Yes, it is. You can go read my or watch my post-mortem analysis of The Last of Us Part Two, in which I was called all sorts of names. But if you actually watch that video, you will find that I don't have any of the problems uh, that people assume that I have with The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, and so, yes, I have issues with the world-building narrative and character motivations in that story. And I talk about it for a little over an hour. Um, so go check that out. That's in, that's in the channel as well. Uh, Zach Frisch, you guys have been almost begging Amber Heard to give you anything at all to believe her. Painting that as being on Depp's side is excessively biased. I... It's the truth. I'm sitting there going, all right, show me a medical report. Show me some witness corroboration. Show me anything. Just because you're, it's so dramatic that I need somebody else to corroborate it. Disney gal, look at JD's pick of him pass out with ice cream. Lower RT corner there is a bruise kit. I will look at that photo again. 
Bowman 8 or Bowmama 8, typical redirect of mainstream media rhetoric. Nobody is saying JD is issue free, but I don't believe he did all that. Amber Heard lies when truth would serve her better. Yeah, I, I, I think anybody that says JD is a saint is uh, has their own biases showing. Uh, Katara Skywalker question, why did Amber Heard's direct exam and Elaine opening mention the recording that captured Amber Heard kind of saying she hurt JD's finger? It can't be played, so why? Hmm. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about it. They did mention things that they aren't producing as evidence, which is super odd um, as part of their case. You saw that with like, oh, we definitely talked to cops. Definitely. Okay. We definitely took photos of this instance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, you know, the these things that you cannot see, jury, completely exonerate me. All right? Can I ask? So that, yeah. Oh, no finish. No, no, I'm done. What's up? Okay, I was going to ask, how come they're not bringing in any evidence of her using, you know, getting plastic surgery or, you know, any doctors, like expert witnesses to testify, you know, how plastic surgery can cause bruises and different things. I would have thought that they would bring in more people like that to, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, Rob can answer that. Two reasons. One, they don't, they don't have the medical records to substantiate whether they did or did not. There was a lot of testimony about that. Um, and when Camille tried to cross-examine Amber Heard on, you don't have any medical records, you have produced any medical records, there was an objection that brought them to sidebar and she had to rephrase it and said, you don't have any cosmetic dental records. That kind of suggests to me that there was some something they didn't know, so they don't want to open the door for her to say, oh, yes, I do, and then explain it away. Um, and then two, it doesn't really disprove that there was no abuse i mean you don't yeah yeah, I, yeah the records is the one that's most important to me there is you don't go out on a limb um and make itself look like you're trying to pull something shady on the jury um with just uh you know we brought in a guy that says that could totally be a botox bruise or whatever is not terribly compelling and it opens you, you up to a strong counterpunch um so that's that's what i think at least yep Paulina, I laugh at fans who point out failures on TLJ, but they shy away on TROS. But who likes TLJ and understands that uh, that was the most respectful and in accordance to lore, not real fans or crazy fans? Sure, Jan. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the entire Disney trilogy is a tire fire. I, if you want a stream on that, I'm more than happy to do it. In fact, one of my co-hosts on VitCast is a big fan of the Disney trilogy. And we are thinking of doing some kind of show that's just come from a certain point of view that talks about Star Wars. So stay tuned. <laughs> Sandra Jamara Jones. I hate how they insist on politicizing everything. It's trying to gaslight people into staying in their respective polarized corners. I think it is trying to move people into the boxes. Kayla Duke. I am far left, radical even. And I believe Johnny Depp. I do not believe that JD is this evil. No one else outs him now that the trial is public. There's no way that amount of people are all protecting him meaning his history before all of this. I think that's actually a really good piece of evidence. That's why you see, um, I think, Ben Shu, everybody on Team Depp, how often have they referenced, and he's never been accused of anything before, ever, right? Like they say that- Anything, anything. They, like, and for someone in Hollywood. And they say that, what? Like every questioning? Of, doesn't matter the witness? <laughs> so that's been one of their foundational planks, absolutely. Objectionable law, Ashley D. Harrison, liberal feminist lawyer here have spent a lifetime fighting for women's rights. Watched every minute of trial, no memes, and I don't particularly like certain parts of the web making misogynistic comments about Amber Heard. I I'm with you. Um, yeah. I think there are bad corners of the internet doing things that I do not recommend uh, that go too far. 
Uh, it's the painting of the brush of everybody that looks and says, I think Depp might win this and, and might have the right side of the case with all the people that are doing the bad things that is so often used in media that I object to. So I, I'm with you on that a thousand percent, honestly. R. Finch, as a trans person, I resent being lumped in with Amber Heard. So you're getting all sorts of people from all different walks of political life. Objection to law, Ashley D. Harrison. However, the facts support Johnny Depp, period. I'm so offended that they said people like me have crawled into bed with the vile, vilest internet sect. Um, yeah, I think it's, de it's, it's demeaning. It is demeaning what they did in that article. Janet Dick, you don't have to be a little girl to be inspired by Camille. I'm her age and inspired. I'm her, I'm, I'm neither little nor girl, and I'm inspired by Camille. That was an amazing, it's an amazing performance she put on. Uh, B. Marie, I'll make the shirts and ties and send them. Just need sizes and colors wanted. I can send them out for my business this week. <laughs> uh, we will keep that in mind. We will keep that in mind. Thanks, B. Marie. Jamie Nelson, I'm 35 and I want to be Camille. She is fierce in that white suit, a symbol of power and accomplishment during this trial. Watching from China. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie Nelson. Maria Hammond, I wonder how much Amber's new PR guy is getting paid to get all these new articles out there. Follow the money. I, I think there's certainly aspects of this that are Amber's PR. Merck, this trial needs to end so you all can sleep and cough. Start making woodworking videos. Yeah. Make, sure to, make sure to epoxy everything. Did I pronounce that right, Rob? Yeah. People love epoxy, apparently. What's epoxy, Rob? <laughs> I'm, I make a couple of these river tables um okay. with a resin with resin okay. center epoxy centered so that's what that is i i do both i like the the resin work and i also like doing just traditional woodworking i'm i'm hey i'm all in for following you making some stuff i have no idea how any of that works so i'll, I'll follow that content i'm ready for it caleb foth re elaine don't you think as lead she will lose business in the future if she has either mishandled the case or mishandled this client i believe rotten born is lead not just the self goals that the past days have been but also the clock I, her profile, so you have to balance these things, right? There are instances where she looks bad, definitely. And I don't tend to like her approach, but her profile went so much higher than whatever it was before this, that it's likely to balance out. Who knows? That's kind of an all press is good press kind of notion to some extent, but I think Elaine will be just fine. Especially depending on the outcome. That's true. I mean, I, some of this kind of assumes that they lose. If they win... You forget a lot of how you got there. Definitely. Don Liner, memes of Hogue flying and swooping eye to stream. Chat. Prayer emoji. <laughs> uh, AM's Aromas. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Renanite79. Love your position on the trial. It's helpful to not completely disregard Amber Heard. Keep up the good work. Heart, love to LawTube. Thank you so much. Adrian Paul, Shannon Curry, and Camille Vasquez should go into business together. AM's aromas, because Johnny Depp isn't being vulnerable, it's even harder by society standards for men to be vulnerable, especially in such a public forum. So that's the end of the Vox article when they say we're attacking Amber Heard for being vulnerable. Dr. Cart Kartoffel Salat, which I understand to mean potato salad now, tuned in late, but here's my obligatory reminder. Smash the sub button. Hogue deserves it. It's very nice of you to say. Thank you so much. Becca, Becca, boom. I'm a Hogue super fan. Hearts. Stars, XXXOOO. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Zach Russell, I'm graduating from the University of Virginia today, then off to law school in the fall. I'll be celebrating my graduation and your 100,000 tonight. Thank you, Zach. That is awesome. Good luck in law school. And congratulations on graduating from Virginia. 
Staria, so I don't, so I do think the Amber Heard trial as a whole has shown how communities can be vitriolic to each other. I think there's a lot of that on the internet. Heard fans versus Depp fans is a thing, and you can see how both sides have toxic elements. I think that is the kernel of truth that these articles have used to do things that I don't like in terms of painting with brushes and generalizing. But I agree with you that I too have seen various corners and aspects of the internet go too far with these things. And I reject that entirely. I'm a reasonable minds can differ guy. You know, I wear these, I wear these sweatshirts. That's the phrase that we use here in virtual legality. So I agree with you. Thank you for the super chat. The Capricorian, do you think all these pro Amber Heard opinion pieces are the work of Amber Heard's new PR team? New York Times, Vox, it's sus how biased against evidence the articles are. I think some are. I think some are self-directed by the PR team and some are the media following along with what they think is popular, what's getting clicks and, and going along to get along, right? Soaring Kite, I have such a crush on both of you, despite being old enough to be your mother. <laughs> your kindness and intelligence is invigorating. Thank you, Soaring Kite. I appreciate Can it. Can I jump on the last question real quick? Yes. Sorry. So I yeah, think no, also in this situation too, I think the media has an obligation to protect itself. So the ACLU, which is you know, long been a standard, you know, very well-respected institution often used by the media to make claims about various topics and social issues. You know, they all put this out together. It was done through the Washington Post. It was disseminated through all of these other blogs and tabloids and other publications. So by even acknowledging all of this stuff in court and saying, wow, we really did no research we really don't look into things. We kind of just take money and run with it. And we act more as PR mouthpieces than real journalists. So, you know, they definitely have an interest in covering up their own tracks with this situation, I think. Right. And that dovetails with the nature of the coverage, right? You've got Twitch, you've got LawTube, you've got all these various things that are covering this story. And that's obviously not the media. Um, so you have a lot of competing interests in this particular discussion. I personally would like to see them realize that what's getting the clicks and what's getting the subscribers and what's getting the coverage here and elsewhere is the notion that it's relatively unfiltered. And we are, you know, lawyers that are talking about these things and trying to examine them and talk through issues like jury instructions, like I did at the top of this video with folks so that they better understand what's happening. I would love to see them take on a more professional bent and take on a more neutral bent that describes these things. And I think those are the two options, right? You go and you fully politicize and you say, we're going to circle the wagons, or we look at what we're doing wrong and try to match the, the zeitgeist and where people want to find their information now. I fear it will be the former, but I am an optimist and hope that this kind of coverage here, the kind of coverage that all the law tubers are doing, the general good stuff that you see about this trial uh, results in a better media environment. But you know, if Kurt were here, he'd tell me I'm naive and crazy. So, you know, you have different perspectives on this kind of stuff, and I always hope for the best. Don Leinart, Hogue, Darth Shady has a 10-episode D&D campaign she's a part of on the Kingdom's YouTube channel. Highly worth checking it out. I actually really like watching tabletop role-playing game campaigns. This is one of my guilty pleasures, so I appreciate the, the heads up. I, I will check that out. I, you know, you talk about needing things like when you're woodworking or when you're running, or doing those kinds of things, I the the uh, the podcast D and D campaigns are um, are entertaining. Uh, Sugar Angel Staff just found LawTube because of this trial. Purple Heart, the streams. Thank you so much, Yorkie Mommy. Rob, when do you, when do you sleep? Hubby is jealous of your woodworking room. Thanks to both of you all uh, for all your coverage and support of each other. Thank you. I don't. Rob. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. 
we've all given up sleep for a six to seven week period. Uh, objectionable law, Ashley D. Harrison, believing the facts support JD does not make me any less of a feminist who will continue to use my legal education to fight for women's rights our country still lacks. How dare they say otherwise? I think this thank righteous you. indignation is warranted. So thank you for the chat. Absolutely. Uh, Jenna Pollux. Hey, Hogan, Rob. Love what you guys do. Question for Rob. Did you build that desk behind you from scratch? It's really nice. The, yeah, that cabinet, I built it. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is really nice, I have to admit. Danny, Deep Space Nine is a makeover of Babylon 5. Thoughts? Deep Space Nine is inspired by the success of Babylon 5, but goes in wildly different directions after about season one or season two. So both can exist. Both are great science fiction. If you're interested in 90s science fiction, Star Trek Deep Space Nine and Babylon 5 are fantastic. I prefer Babylon 5. Rob just zoned out there entirely. Objectionable law, Ashley D. Harrison, believing Amber Heard when facts don't support her will hurt our fight and discredit feminist legal fact finders. We must keep our fight factual and legitimate. I, I agree. agree. Carly loves still life by Big Bang. Uh, Aha Romano Vox is now gone on private everywhere. Um, Not surprised. Yeah. She was the writer of that. Yeah, I, I believe it. Bonnie Vincent, in all Amber's injury picks, her right cheek was injured. However, Johnny's right-handed. Wouldn't a right-handed man hit on the left side? And why is nobody questioning that? I mean, I talked about this one. He wears a lot of rings. They've had a lot of testimony about it. A backhand with rings on can cause just as much damage as a slap from that direction. Yeah, and one of the major events is a thrown phone, which, of course, could hit you wherever. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think they haven't been focusing on it. Um, and they're being very, very good lawyers and very competent. They haven't been focusing on it because it doesn't really move the needle on on their on their case but thank you for the super chat tiffany Byers, james with the hair when are you going to create your own channel james shoot well yeah i'm getting some requests i i hadn't really thought about that but i'm maybe sometime this weekend or this week just to put on you know maybe my notes or things like that i don't really have like a setup or anything like that so i got to figure out how to do all this but um i will shortly tiffany i promise oh, sorry about that Awesome. You heard it here first, folks. James is planning yeah. a channel and he's going to get up and running and yeah, maybe break some beds. We don't know. No, <laughs> I won't do it. I think I feel like all about the jurors and like about, you know, obviously nothing like personal details, but just more in depth about, you know, like what they, you know, what their style is like, what are their impression, their mannerisms, you know, things like that. I don't know. I think it sounds fantastic, James. Uh, Genevieve Lingle, Alita and Rob just discussed fundraiser after trial. Yeah, I've been on some of those streams. Donate to the National DMV Alliance. I think uh, we have a lot of talking to do about what that would look like, what form it would take, who we would, do, what, what the charity would be. I mean, one, one thing I know we'd have to work through is what it would be. Um, so uh, we will take that under advisement. I think it sounds like a great idea, but obviously logistics to manage uh, there. Yep. So we will talk behind the scenes. Objectionable law, Ashley D. Harrison. This article also thoroughly offends me for Rob, who has been a champion for victims. It is absolutely disgusting to discredit a man like him simply for believing the truth. Keep fighting on, Rob. Thank you. Yes, domestic violence victims of both sexes need representation oftentimes in court. Miss Gold, James was discussing the Vogue articles on Twitter. Were you? We did an episode oh, on the Vogue articles. James, James got spicy on Twitter. Yeah, I did. I, I spicy. Could I have invited him on this channel? I don't know. <laughs> It was good for you to invite him, but he basically told the person who wrote the article, like, go, go choose a different profession. You're an idiot. Yeah. Oh my. I, I oh my. kindly invited him to talk to any of us if you wanted the real information about what was happening. 
<laughs> well, we discussed the Vogue article as well as the New York Times article that came out within like 24 hours here in headlines. Uh, they were they weren't great. <laughs> Uh, John Hanna, thank you so much for the ge very generous super chat. I'm sorry I didn't catch this earlier. I very much appreciate it. Ross Shaw, watching from Scotland, have you ever researched Scots law? And if so, what is one aspect of Scots law that was interesting to you? I have not researched it, but now I kind of want mm. to. Uh, a lot of different jurisdictions have really interesting ways of handling their legal systems. Um, so I might look into it. Thank you so much. Eric Dory, Rob showing off his woodworking area. What are the odds he could build me a guitar? Ooh, electric guitar, probably. But handmade the you look for a luthier they're really good that's what they do so rob has demurred on the guitar creation uh a faffarabo clearly this article is an extreme political plant either extreme twists reality truths and justice into disgusting propaganda i say grumpy emoji to this i hear you don Leinart, not intimidating lawyers how about nerdy lawyers big toothy grin emoji Deborah Lee, perfect cue from a live stream withdrawal. Thanks for this. Also, do you guys ever sleep? Smiley face emoji? No. Andy Kitts, critical reading like this is so needed, especially when you yourself highlight your own biases alongside it. Thank you, Hogan Company, for this content. I try. Thank you for checking it out and for the generous super chat. Burned brat, eek, rickhog, ubertrage, ermit, ale, ricked, and decem live stream on the BRD. Did I swear out or otherwise call out any? Buddy, with that, I don't. I need yeah, help. Someone, someone translate to make sure that Hogue didn't just say a curse word <laughs> yeah. in German. Sometimes when I get that, I feel like okay. So this is this is how Evil Dead starts: is you get somebody that is forced to read the Necronomicon, uh, and we move forward. And yes, the nerdy references will not stop here in virtual reality. Uh, so there you go. Uh, but I appreciate it. I love the German support. Uh, Nikis Planet Hogue's bookmarks marketing research, virtual legality, and lunch. Crying, laughing emoji. Gotta love seeing your priorities. Love watching you all. Megabytes. You would not believe how many questions I get on that lunch tab, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if I answer that sometime. Thank you so much for the super chat. Tom, a still life Austri uh, Austrian lawyer who practices in Ireland here. Just wanted to express my gratitude for your trial coverage. It's interesting to learn details about the US law system. Thank you, hashtag LawTube, for your objective perspectives. That's what it's all about. Thank you. Conclusions of law. Rob, check your email. Sent you some non-dischargeability 11 USC 523 research to give you a starting point. What's that about, Rob? Awesome. So basically, there's been a lot of questions about whether Amber Heard, you know, Kurt keeps saying take her stuff if yeah. all of that happens. There's a lot of questions about whether Amber Heard could file bankruptcy um, to try and discharge the remainder of any $50 million obligation. And oh, I originally sure. thought it was a pretty simple question because it was, this is an intentional tort. Generally speaking, intentional torts are non-dischargeable, but there's a more specific code provision. Um, and conclusions of law had jumped on the stream yesterday when I was talking about it and it looked like he had done a little bit of background and I've got case law on it, but I want to do a video breaking down whether Amber Heard could file bankruptcy and whether the jury instructions and how they're phrased might impact whether it's dischargeable or not. Hmm. Oh, All shoot. right. Really interesting. I think that sounds like a good video, Rob. Law nerd. Sandy Soderquist, the trial panel has made this trial even more interesting. I hope it continues. I hope all are joining Kurt for the Valo Daybell trial. I know Kurt has said he's doing that. I know he says it's going to be big. I know nothing about it. But yeah, if he's covering it, I'll pop my head in. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I know literally nothing about it. Pedro Marquez, one, love you guys. Two, question, what are the real possibilities of Amber Heard getting criminal charges after this ends, especially within the U.S.? Minimal. Um, these are all a long time ago. 
Parul Srivastava, can we get Ian to join? Not following any of these articles. Thanks to you guys for your excellent legal commentary. Ian's got an invite. Clapping emojis. Um, so if he wants to come in, he will. He's obviously been very, very busy. He deserves some sleep if he's sleeping. Yeah, I think Ian is sleeping. Yeah. I hope he is sleeping. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. So uh, if Ian comes in, he will, of course, uh, be coming right onto the show. I will not be holding him in the back, but it's totally up to him. Sandy McLeod, ACLU parachute out, in my opinion, is much a part of this. Yeah, I just think that they're going to drop the ambassadorship quietly uh, sometime after the trial. Uh, Nicholas Starlow, I believe main media outlets will swarm the line Thursday evening to keep you away. It will be carnage. It is interesting that everybody knows Friday is the big day for the closing arguments. Yeah. We're also we, trying to we're trying to keep as much of the plans for Friday off stream as possible. Like yeah. that's a coordinated thing we're trying to do. So. Don Leinart, James, we're in Florida. I'm in Orlando. Let's hang out. James, I know social media stardom is, is new to you. You don't have to get too close with where you're at. No, I don't mind. Um, I actually okay. did live in Orlando for a while. I live in um, like Fort Lauderdale area, South Florida, but I'm in Orlando a lot. Actually, that's where I drove up from to come back for the um, cross of Amber. Oh. Uh, I drove up from Orlando. So, I mean, that's a drive, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it was. It was like, I think, 11, 12 hours. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a drive. Yeah, I did that on Sunday, and I tried to get there by 1 o'clock in the morning because I was like, oh, you can't show up until 1, so, you know, I'll go, like, 1.30. It'll be fine. Got there, not, couldn't get a spot in line. It was already hundreds. That's the day that Rob, Larry, and Ian were there, and by, by like, 11, it was already uh, filled up. So, um, yeah, that was wild. But um, whoever that is, I mean, you can DM me or tweet me. I don't know um, if, if I should be hanging out with strangers, but I, I'll talk to you first. <laughs> 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 have a conversation. Don, Don has supported the channel for a while. I obviously yeah. only know him through that capacity, but yeah, chat a little bit before you just, you know, yeah. go down in real life meetings. Uh, we trust you. Yeah, James, we need to have a discussion off stream about your open availability to all Twitter DMs and to everything <laughs> else. We, we need to start protecting you a little bit. Uh, uh, we'll work it through with James. We'll work it through with James. And now I want to restore your faith in journalism here. Um, so I found this article. Someone linked it to me. You guys are all the best, by the way, in linking me articles. And, and you link me like 50 to 100 a day at this point. So if I don't pick yours, I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm trying to pick them to uh, counteract each other or to establish a theme uh, for these various episodes. But you guys are all fantastic in just sending just hundreds of headlines. Yeah. Um, so this headline is just before the Vox article. It's, it's like 24 hours, 36 hours before that. Um, and this author apparently um, has been getting a lot of heat for this. Um, from uh, her ostensible kind of political allies uh, online and on Twitter. And I want to talk about this article because I think it is an absolutely fantastic approach to what's happening in this trial. Obviously, I think that way to, again, expose my tilt and biases because it's roughly my approach uh, to this trial. So you can evaluate it as such, uh, but it is uh, fantastically written in my opinion. So let's take a look at it. Stop trying to, ex yeah. You're going to get out of here? Get out of here, Rob. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to throw you on the headphones and go mow the lawn that's now up to my knees because I haven't mowed it in a while. Go mow your lawn, Rob. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Go check out Lawn Lumber. Recently of a million view video and 100,000 subscribers. Thank Congrats, you Rob. Go check out his channel. Uh, and uh, we'll look out for more from you in the very near future. Talk to you later, guys. See you, Rob. So stop trying to extract larger lessons from the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. The celebrity pair's sad and sordid relationship isn't a unified field theorem that explains contemporary politics. Wow. Look, cool. Nice. 
look, I know the score. I've been in this hot take game long enough to identify when the relentless quest to snatch up a zeitgeisty news peg in order to try to wedge it neatly into the broader cultural narrative du jour, the better to feed the discourse monster and butter your bread for another day. So it's no real surprise to watch this happening in the ultra-high-profile Hollywood defamation trial currently playing out in Fairfax County, Virginia. But nearly everyone in the hot take industry seems to agree the case should be analyzed within the context of recent societal reckonings with pervasive sexual and gender-based violence anchored by the so-called Me Too movement. For left-of-center commentators, public reception of the case has been painful proof of just how far we still have to go when it comes to supporting victims. Nearly five years after exposés on Harvey Weinstein's sexual predation laid bare the ways powerful men leveraged their influence to cover up misconduct, Depp v. Heard feels like a jarring regression, Claire Lampin wrote in The Cut. We covered that article here in Headlines and Hangouts. In The Independent, Charlotte Proudman wrote that when I see hashtags like Amber Heard is a liar, I realize how deeply entrenched misogyny is in our society. Our patriarchal society is sustaining this and using Depp to continue the empathy towards the perpetrators and the admonishment of victims. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. We didn't cover that article. I know. But the, <laughs> the point of its inclusion here is that those are ways yeah. far afield. Yeah. She continues, it's certainly true that many of Team Depp's most stalwart proponents are almost giddy in their confidence that the trial makes the opposite point, exposing feminism's rotten core. Johnny Depp has become a cause celebre on men's rights forums. The Daily Wire went so far as to say Heard has triggered the fall of Me Too. And actually, the New York Times said something similar. Mm. Um, Continuing with this, here's a third theory. They're both wrong. <laughs> the case neither illustrates society's enduring eagerness to denigrate a victimized woman in defense of a powerful man, nor illuminates the existence of pervasive misandrist witch hunts. However tightly commentators may cling to their motivated reasoning in order to reify their favored political narrative, the sensational case is a mercifully unusual situation with little social applicability. The facts and evidence simply don't fit the ideological boxes into which they are being shoved. Good news, everyone. Dep v. Heard doesn't actually have to mean anything. That's the thesis of this article. And we're going to see more of how she arrives at it. Uh, but it was so nice to see someone effectively say, it doesn't have to be a movement. It doesn't have to be a political symbol. When you say you don't believe Amber Heard, it's not I don't believe women. It's I don't believe Amber Heard. Uh, and we're going to talk about that as part of this article. But I thought it was just from the from the New Republic here, just a very nice, succinct. It doesn't have to be all of the things that these think pieces we've gone through in this space have suggested that it is. Let's get something out of the way. Oh, yeah. James. No, I was going to say it's a breath of fresh air so far for sure. Yeah. Let's get something out of the way. And here's her saying her own biases. In general, I am rather sympathetic to one of these viewpoints and flat out disdainful of the other. The past several years have definitely brought a long overdue audit of attitudes and actions towards gender-based violence, resulting in many perfectly justified takedowns of predators within various industries. We've also begun to grapple culturally with the ubiquity of sexual harassment and assault, conceptions of consent and power, and the ways that flawed accountability processes harm victims. These are all largely good things that she's amenable to, hey, society is having a look at how it handles these kinds of claims and is rightly saying there are ways that they could be better handled. I fully agree with that sentiment. But she's she's doing that to separate out from the ideological box that says, oh, this is proof that you know Me Too is all worthless. Given this context, 
It's not surprising that people within progressive feminist circles have seen Depp v. Heard as the latest example of a powerful man getting a pass for terrorizing women from the sycophants and industry bigwigs surrounding him, not to mention his adoring fans. In this telling, the vitriol targeting Depp's much younger ex is little more than old hat misogyny targeting an imperfect victim, as so many are. But that position is undermined by the evidence in this case, which strongly suggests that Heard has told numerous significant lies and largely misrepresented her status as a victim of abuse, whether or not the op-ed at the center of the trial met, meets the necessarily high standards to constitute defamation. This is literally where I sit on this. So again, my biases are, oh, this person agrees with me, but I do think it is handling this particular topic much better than other headlines we've looked at in this space. You don't have to hate women or love the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise to harbor deep misgivings about Heard's credibility. And I know this article was written before the Vox article, but I read this as such a strong statement against that grouping and labeling. We don't have to say you're some kind of Depp acolyte, some kind of Depp sycophant that loves Captain Jack Sparrow in order to say, oh, you watched the trial and you think Amber Heard might be lying? That's allowed. <laughs> That's allowed. And I love seeing that in a major outlet like this. The evidence on offer is difficult to discount. Multiple audio recordings, some recorded as part of a therapy assignment, others surreptitiously by a second party, feature Heard admitting to hitting Depp and refusing to promise to stop instigating physical fights, calling him an effing baby for attempting to diffuse volatile arguments by leaving the room over his pleas that there can be no physical violence, trying to get him to stay in the room during a fight by saying she'll die if he leaves, admitting she hurls pots and pans when angry and mockingly saying that no one will believe him if he goes public as a victim of domestic violence. What a sentence, right? This is all true. <laughs> This is all entered into evidence in the court. Now, you can absolutely tell Amber Heard's side of this thing at the same time. We've seen that in other articles that assumes those things are true, but this has all been entered into court. Multiple witnesses described personally seeing Heard physically assaulting Depp, including former estate managers and several former security guards. Heard's former assistant recounted the actress once spitting on her, and after one contested incident that resulted in part of Depp's fingertip getting sliced off, there's an audio recording of the security team discussing which of them should escort Heard by plane back home to Los Angeles and whether it should be someone better at mollifying her anger or someone strong in case she kicks off. An independent medical examiner subsequently hired as an expert witness for Depp's side testified that Heard's symptoms were not consistent with PTSD. Now, this, I think, is slightly wrong. So this discounts a little bit of what she says. What we heard from Dr. Curry is that she was hired by Johnny Depp's team first. Then Johnny Depp wins the court's motion to have a forensic examination of Amber Heard. And then she's obviously already on Johnny Depp's payroll. So I don't. I would never call Dr. Curry an independent medical examiner. I think you're stealing a base there when you write this article. And even when I agree with it, you can still read these things critically and say, yep, I think that's a stolen base. And we call that out when we see it. Meanwhile, Heard has described horrific and frequent beatings and rapes at Depp's hand, a pattern of violence that apparently left her in fear for her life. Heard has contended that Depp's abuse left extensive injuries and allegedly occurred in the presence of multiple witnesses, but she hasn't come close to persuasively corroborating these claims. Multiple people who had contact with Heard in personal and professional capacities, including several medical professionals, simply didn't see evidence of the injuries Heard describes. Photos and videos that she's entered into evidence have documented Depp's problems with drugs and alcohol use and ashamed post-bender apologies concerning episodes of property destruction and a toxic pattern of mutual name-calling, but her photo evidence of injuries, however, are decontextualized and simply not in league with her descriptions of them. One picture she has said depicts her face with two black eyes, a broken nose, and a split lip doesn't obviously contain any of those things, save for a small mark near one eye that could have any number of plausible causes. And then you get some stuff about what I think Jennifer Howell is going to come in on, which I skipped because I'm still trying to keep myself blank on that. 
I realize that nitpicking a victim's story to justify disbelieving them indeed fills up several chapters of the patriarchal playbook, and one could easily explain away one or even several of the holes in Heard's case as examples of an imperfect victim acting in self-defense or as reflective of the internalized misogyny of whoever pointed them out. And this is an important concept, right? And, and to some extent, this mirrors what you hear me say on the streams when Amber Heard is giving her testimony and I'm saying, I don't really want to sit here and judge and disbelieve what she's saying about these heinous acts. It's only when they continue to go farther and farther afield and there's no extrinsic evidence backing them up that I start to go, yeah, I just, I, we can't, we can't just do this, right? Which is what she follows up with in this paragraph. But the extreme brutality of what Hurt alleges, coupled with an utter lack of independent corroboration of anything, even approaching the extent of her story, and the fact that several of Depp's former partners have insisted he displayed no abusive behavior before Heard met him when he was in his late 50s, or his 50s, apologies, makes her account very hard to swallow. Resting the integrity of feminism on Amber Heard's word is an awfully shaky bet. Fortunately for feminists, we don't have to place these wagers. It's not difficult to accept that abuse is pervasive and underreported, that the overwhelming majority of people who discuss their experiences with it are telling the truth, that vanishingly few people would vindictively exaggerate abuse or could possibly gain anything by doing so, and that there are nonetheless exceptions to every rule. If Heard has indeed lied about what she endured during her relationship with Depp in the context of an acrimonious high-profile divorce with a multi-million dollar fortune at stake and parlayed those into lies and ACLU ambassadorship to build clout as a feminist crusader, there's no reason to indict women at large for this opportunistic transgression. It's utterly idiotic to imagine that the same set of stakes and incentives exist for more than a handful of people on earth. And then she continues talking about TikTok a little bit, but that's the overall thrust of this article. And again, if you're a Amber Heard supporter, you might look at this article and say, well, she's buying hook, line, and sinker what Johnny Depp's team is putting out there. And that might be a reasonable uh, way to uh, look at this article and say, hey, maybe I think she's giving too much credit here, too much credit here, too much credit here. That's how we discuss these things. But overall, the thrust of this article, it doesn't have to be a political movement. And worse, Amber Heard's a bad person to hitch your wagon to if you want to make it about a political movement seems to me to be exactly correct. And I wanted to bring in headlines here because one, I wanted to mention that at least people are telling me that this author has herself faced issues from writing this this way. And two, that there are in fact headlines and people that are looking at things at least ostensibly from a neutrally objective perspective and saying, you know what? I am a big fan of Me Too. I'm a big fan of feminism. I'm a big fan of getting women better treatment under the law and the judicial process and all of that. And yet... Amber Heard is not all women. Amber Heard is not someone that you have to back in order to feel those things and believe those things. And that is very, very true. Uh, and so I wanted to highlight this article because quite frankly, uh, I haven't had enough of these kinds of articles to highlight here that talk about things from an objective perspective and looking at the judicial system. So I wanted to get that out there. I wanted to let you guys know that it's not all Vox articles talking about white supremacy and alt-right extremism. If you follow Johnny Depp, uh, and you don't have to be a Captain Jack Sparrow fan and have left all of your rationalizations at the door uh, because you're just swooning over Johnny Depp uh, in order to look at this and say, I'm not sure all that lines up. Uh, James, you have anything else on this article before we go back to Super Chats? No, I mean, I, I, I agree with everything you said. I like the article. I think um, it's it's just hard when all of these other outlets you know, I understand having sympathy and wanting to believe someone. I understand, of course, there were a lot 
there was a long period of time where people weren't believed because of who they are. And that obviously is um, anti-ethical to our constitution and our law and everything. But then the idea to go the other way and, and to really assume that we're just supposed to not have any, um, I don't know, like um, openness, I guess, to both sides. Like they're almost asking us to completely throw out what the jury's instructions are. And that's what we're all supposed to be. I mean, even us as commentators or the just random people in public opinion, like we should come to every conclusion like a jury's instructed to, like unbiased through the evidence, you know, things like that. Um, and it's almost like they're saying, well, don't even believe Johnny's side. Like he, like that has no credibility when it's like, well, there's nine people who are actually, well, seven, you know, who are deciding this case who do have to look at both sides with equal weight. They aren't just going to believe Amber face, face value when they're listening to her. They are constantly thinking, is she lying? Is, you know, is this um, a manipulated statement? Whereas I don't know. Well, again, these are, I guess, PR mouthpieces, but they just take everything face value. It's so crazy even seeing the clips that I see on, like, um, I don't know, ABC, Good Morning America, like these other places. And it's just, it's her statements and different testimonies without, like, the cross where it shows, like, okay, well, this wasn't really accurate, was it? Or another piece of evidence that shows, like, Good Morning America never went through and said, oh, well, Amber's heard team said this, but, you know, it was... Um, in direct contrast to previous evidence, because whatever, they just say Amber Heard's sister declared that this happened. Not even say, oh, well, you know, a bodyguard who was there said otherwise. So it's just, um, I don't know, it doesn't seem to be uh, ethical in my opinion. Well, the one thing I will say, I guess it's not even devil's advocacy, because I think you're exactly right, is that it's a lot more work to do that, right? It, it's easiest to yeah. say this is what was said um, and to not otherwise advance the ball on that. And it's a lot more hard work to go, wait, that staircase story, where's everybody standing? Wait, we have like three iterations of this. I don't understand anything that happens on that staircase. So bare minimum, we're going to need to clarify this. <laughs> so Whitney says this happened. That's fine. <clears throat> you know, the security guard says this happened. Amber said this happened and never the thrice shall meet. Right. Like that. So uh, that has to be sorted out. We anticipate getting some of that in rebuttal. Uh, but I agree with you completely. That's not what these media outlets do. Full benefit of the doubt, like no agenda, anything else. They just report on what was said. Um, and that's not terribly helpful when you're analyzing a six week long court case. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, if your job too, as a journalist is to report the news, I mean, you're not really a journalist anymore, are you? You're just kind of a, again, PR, you know, company that just presses you know, sends out whatever someone sends you or the bare minimum um, possible. I think that can definitely happen. I think that could definitely happen. Well, I'm glad I got to share that with you all. I've seen it in the chat, uh, you know, a lot of people reacting to that article. So um, I, I think it's I think it's good to remember um, that it's, it's not everybody everywhere, even though it sometimes feels that way. And it's a lot of people that are putting people in buckets and making things political that don't have to be. I, I, I saw people ask for the links. If, as best I can do it, this isn't every day of headlines, but I put the articles I'm going to discuss directly in the description. So you should have links to both the Vox article uh, and the uh, New Republic article if you want to check those out on your own. Those are also for following along uh, if you want to follow along when I go through one of these and you know yell at me because I didn't highlight the right sentence and things like that. It's, it's good to have um, you know uh, uh, interaction uh, with the articles themselves as we go through. Um, so, uh, James, we're just going to hit Super Chats from here. You are welcome to stay as long as you want. You're not obligated to do so. It is a Saturday 
<laughs> of course. So uh, if you have some place to be, please, uh, please don't feel like you have to stay here with me. I'll uh, a few minutes and see if any of them I can, you know, offer me specifically or, you know, help or anything, but maybe I'll hop fantastic. off. Fantastic. Sounds like a plan. Gleister, legal solicitors and advisors. Rob's not wrong, James. Enjoy the youth. Uh, one of two, the time my back hurts just getting up from my desk. I also don't know it was possible to injure your foot by sleeping the wrong way. Aging sucks. Uh, open mouth emoji, wind emoji. Uh, I can verify this. You, you have more aches and pains as you go. Uh, Simply Finance. Hi from Fairfax. Gotten a law team because of this trial and thankful for all of the law team's insight. Thank you so much. Tori, for all your time on Legal Bites. Thank you. I love supporting Alita. I don't know what she's doing this weekend. She'll probably be on somewhere. Uh, cause, uh, we're all just continuing to do this, um, uh, as, as much as we can while the trial is on because so many of you are interested in hearing from us. Uh, Bettina Welker, don't complain about age. You guys are all still babies. Green heart. I don't feel like that very often, but I appreciate it. I'm definitely the oldest on this panel. Um, Afaf Arabo, CV Camilla, uh, Camille is undoubtedly an example of a healthy feminine strength, but even more rare is that she showed us how two conflicting women can go head to head while keeping it reasoned, rational, reality-based, firm, and not histrionic. Winking emoji face. Yeah, she she was pretty amazing. Avani, overall, how has Amber Heard's new PR team performed? Is there any significant shift in strategy that has visibly helped her in contrast to the previous squad's work concerning media coverage? I think there's a lot more media coverage that is in favor of Amber Heard generally on political grounds. I don't know whether or not that is just because we moved to Amber Heard's version of the case, which was always going to have at least an enhanced media coverage component to it, or it's because they're going out there even more. Certainly that's a piece of it as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're doing themselves any justice, any of your, her PR teams. Yeah. They're going out very strongly. Uh, I don't like the statements they've made around the court, which is what we know the PR team is doing. And I think they're all kind of childishly written. Uh, Victoria Stott, thank you so much for the very, very generous super chat. Thank you for your balanced approach to this trial. All the expertise to help contextualize what is happening is greatly appreciated. Keep up the brilliant work. Thank you so, so much. Uh, I very much appreciate your kind words. Avani, overall, how has Amber Heard's new RP PR team performed? We just talked on that. It always happens when I do those button shifts. Ha Emka. Super sticker. Thank you so much. Celia Wushide, I decided to call grumpy emoji reporting spreading herd, herd turds. <laughs> Emma Rain, the dogs were a breach of our uh, very strict biological security laws. Nothing wrong with Aussie dogs. Uh, dog emoji, dog emoji, dog emoji. Wondering if you say that six times. Well, oh, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah. We'll add on dog emoji, dog emoji, dog emoji for the pictures. And now I've said it six times total, but not in a row. Um, yeah, I'd be interested in following that. I think one of the things we're going to do is when the case is handed off to the jury, there's going to be like a talk to Rick and Kurt about all the things that are otherwise out there that didn't get introduced um, after we give our uh, positions on what we think the jury's going to do, of course. Letty SG, I'm progressive and I look at facts. That's all you need to understand what side to support in this trial. The idea that this is about right versus left is for lazy thinkers. Yeah, absolutely. SCP, the divisive rhetoric of the media is heartbreaking. You're tearing me apart, Lisa, to quote the infamous Brain Brown, people are hard to hate close up, move in. This story is a tragedy for both. I, it's obviously a terrible relationship for both of them. Misty Clark, question, most MSM equals media cartel mob. LawTube is in their crosshairs. Your thoughts? I guarantee they don't watch your streams at all or at most watch 1%. I think we've actually got watchers. I've gotten notes that suggest that most of LawTube is being watched by somebody. Uh, on occasions, but no, they aren't generally watching us. They're painting us with a brush and saying, you know, you're whatever, you're extremists and things like that. It's, 
it sucks, but the people that actually follow our content know better. Uh, and so I'm confident in that. Leon Homer, when Amber Heard adopts the title in her tweet, does that make her responsible for it in the article as well? Or does JD have to prove that he was damaged specifically by her tweet? James, I jumped on you there. Did you have something else to add? No, I was just saying, mm, yeah, on this one, right, on Leon? Yeah. So yeah, no, thinking, yeah. So when we when she republishes that, if the jury finds that it is republished for purposes of her taking on that, all of that, then what it means is the statement, um, whatever it was, it's the SV statement that is the headline of the article, is hers. As if she said it on you know the street corner and told everybody passing by that that's what happened, then that's hers. And if that if the jury then finds that that's a defamatory statement because it's false and it hurts Johnny Depp, she's liable for it. And so because the SV components of her story are some of the least corroborated, I know we've already complained about corroboration across the board, but those are the ones that are really, really lacking in extrinsic evidence. And we have things like her changing her story between interrogatories and her telling people like the voice acting coach just a couple of months before the deposition about any of it. Those are the things that if that headline gets in and attributed to Amber Heard, that is by far her biggest exposure item in this case. And the judge rejected um, the motion to dismiss yes. uh, the article part. So by the judge's standards, it is valid. Like the jury can decide if that tweet was respond if if she was responsible when she retweeted that article. So that's what the judge thinks, right? Well, yeah. So the judge is doing something different than the jury does. So the judge is saying, could it be possible for the jury to find that this is a republication that she that she adopted the the title of the article? Um, so as she described it, if there's a scintilla of evidence that would suggest that a jury of reasoned mind could find that under the law, then it's going to the jury. Yeah. Um, and, and so what she said is there that they could find that. We don't know whether they will. Although I think I published this post today in the Washington Post or whatever, whatever that language is, very much looks like republication to me. And I would be very surprised if a jury didn't say that you're responsible for it. Yeah. Um, he, he does not have to prove damages by the tweet. It's the, it's the statement itself. Uh, Wendy's Cafe, can I adopt you all? I'm old enough to be your mom, crying laughing emoji. I've come to believe after watching this trial that Amber Heard planned this well in advance along with her friends, Io, Rocky, and Whitney. Hashtag freeloaders. I think they discussed what they would say. I don't know whether that rises to planning or not, but I, there was definitely a congruence of the way they told their stories. Well, and at um, first she wanted the penthouses, yeah. right? She wanted to stay in some of the penthouses. She wanted like two of them or something. So maybe, maybe she wanted to keep her friends, you know, living there. I don't know. Yeah, we saw that in the divorce request letter. We did. Law School Grit, LSAT tutor, 175-plus intern for Legal Bites here. I'd love for James to join my next course for free. We need more reasonable minds in law school. There you go, Law School Grit, yeah, James. Cool. You want to do it, you get in touch. Awesome. Thank you, Law School Grit. Heck yeah, we'll get in touch. Awesome. <clears throat> Vincent Jacobs, the Last of Us Part Two video is the first thing I saw on this channel hooked ever since. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was a prop. That was a very popular video on this channel. Um, so I appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, I, I still get people that uh, see it for the first time and uh, either are happy about it or yell at me. It's, it's a fun part of YouTube. Ashley Duke, thanks for everything, guys. I've been enjoying schooling people who have formed opinions on the trial based only on the headlines. Lol. Good, good, good. Hazed. Uh, Hazel-eyed girl, Sheila S.C., I think the audio Katara is talking about isn't the one with a Jerry Judge in it. Yeah, it might be. I get confused about the various different pieces of audio. I know folks are very enthused about some Australia audio that probably isn't coming in that has Jerry Judge or some doctors in it. 
Um, we've obviously seen a bunch of sidebars and objections to evidence that one side or the other thought they could bring in that hasn't been allowed in. So that can explain some of the statements made in opening and things like that. Um, but yes, again, after this, I'm going to listen to more audio and probably be shocked as you all are. Tay Terrific, hard agree with James. It drives me crazy when so-called feminists turn around and paint all women as meek and submissive in relationships to serve their narrative. Every relationship is unique. Yeah. And there's no reason why women, I mean, to say that a woman can't have the power in a dynamic is almost like saying, again, being misogynist. So I, I yeah, I don't agree that all women are meek and submissive in relationships. David, just commenting that I think you're a libertarian. Peace sign, winky face emoji. I'll never tell on this stuff. Ashanti Feebles, they can't bring in audio with other voices since those 100% proof she cut his finger. And when can we get transcripts for the court case? Would love to hear what they're talking about on a sidebar after the case, potentially, but it'll be expensive. So we'll see. Um, and yeah, people have said that about the audio that I haven't heard. I don't know. Just like the jury, I haven't heard it. So I can't take that into account. Lala is in La La Land. Question, do you all remember when Amber Heard said that she had to use foundation with SPF because she has a skin condition where she can't go in the sun? I do. Look up polymorphous light eruption and other causes of sun-related pink cheeks, which of course we see in those photos. Um, and yeah, that could be an interesting aspect of the, the case. Of course, the jury can't look things up, so it'll be interesting to see if Johnny Depp tries to bring anything in on that in rebuttal. I do have to say, I looked online after that and granted, she could be putting lots of sunscreen on, but if you have a skin condition where the sun hurts your skin, are you really going to go around in bikinis all the time in the sun and laying out in the sun like that? I know people who are reactive to the sun and they don't like being in the sun. When they go, they wear long sleeve um, shirts or pants or they put up an umbrella. So I was a little skeptical about that whole thing because I've looked up online after and there's tons and tons and tons of her and vacations, tropical areas, and the beach, on yachts, and different things. So I don't know about that personally. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know either uh, because I, you know, I rarely wear bikinis out um, to like sunside vacations and things <laughs> like that. Um, but I'm also, you know, I got Irish uh, hair. I don't, the sun doesn't love me. Um, so it's, um, it's, uh, it's an interesting question. Obviously, it wouldn't be raised in trial because it's too hypothetical. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think if she's got special skin needs uh, with her makeup, that's worth noting for the jury. I bet they did note it when we're trying to evaluate these photos that have things that you're trying to find a bruise there and maybe something else. Um, so definitely Nikki question, Rob, do you custom make woodwork for other people and sell? If so, how could I inquire about something for my son? I don't think he does right now, uh, but I think he's looking at potentially doing it, but I'm not Rob. Uh, so I will leave it to him. Jennifer, will motion to strike count against the clock? No, I don't think so. That's outside of the primary case. Um, so it's not a long time in any event. Uh, so I don't I don't believe so. But I, there's various things about the way the judge is timing in her courtroom that we don't know. Um, so it's possible. Caleb Foth, this just in. Rob likes working with the wood. Winky face emoji. He walked into all of these. At a catch sound, Bob Koal hasn't Fox seen the pro depth people in and around the courthouse? Lots of colored hair and no MAGA hats. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's trying to put people in political boxes. I just don't think it makes sense for this court case. Ashanti Feebles, low key in love with Rob. That is all. So am I. So am I. Who doesn't love Rob? Twitch Ascension, thanks for the content, though I was thought I was going insane with how far off the MSM has been reporting the trial. We've been watching with our own eyes. Tricks, DeBlock. 
Just wanted to say thanks for all you, Rob, and others are doing. I really enjoy all the commentary and conversations. Big toothy grand emoji, party emoji. What's your favorite game and console of all time? Nerd emoji. My favorite game is a game called Star Control 2, in which you get to explore the galaxy in a dynamic open world and try to save the Earth with all sorts of comical and interesting aliens. Because one of my favorite books of all time is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and that gives me that feel, along with Star Trek. So if you're interested, Star Control 2, I believe, is available open source from the original creators um, online right now that you can just play in your browser. So please do check it out. It's not a big, long game. It's my favorite game of all time. Favorite console is probably the Super Nintendo. Um, many of my favorite games there. Thank you so much for the question. All right, Andrew Clark, I don't follow MMA, but now Twitter is pushing a tweet with a female MMA fighter using makeup to successfully cover up bruises. Uh, discussion in thread. I wonder if it's Rocky Pennington. <laughs> Rocky Pennington had a series of tweets complaining about the other Rocky Pennington, the Rocky Pennington in this case, not being her. Because a lot of people thought that the Rocky Pennington in this case was the MMA fighter. Um, so I call her MMA Rocky in the tweets that we talk about from her. Excuse me. I'll look at that. That is, uh, that is interesting. Nicole F. James is baby Yoda. So young, yet so wise. Baby <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Nicole. That's hilarious. Baby Yoda. Kintler 11, somehow the founder of TMZ had the best media take. I haven't seen that one. I'll look at it. PJF, Hogue, after trial during downtime, how about a law tube D&D campaign? What class would you be? Let me know if you need a DM. I'm always a paladin. I'm never not a paladin. <laughs> you might have already realized this about me, uh, but yes, I'm, I'm a paladin. Uh, and that's almost always the archetype I use, at least in a first playthrough of a video game that allows you to character create. So it's good. We're getting, we're getting to know me on this kind of stuff. I will think about it. Laura Fuller, James, how do you enter court every day? How? Um, like the logistically, um, I have to show up the night before, uh, get in line. Um, you know, I've spent weeks now kind of like networking with the, the regulars who go, um, meeting them, getting to know them. Um, yeah, so they've developed a really good number system. You show up, you get in line, they give you like a three-step verification process where you write down your name and your number, they give you like a sticker, and they write your number on your hand. And that means that you're in the line for the seven o'clock wristband, which is the official one by the police. But you got to be in the unofficial line. Otherwise, the mob will tear you from limb to limb. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so basically, I do that. Then you wait. I usually, Yeah, you wait until seven. And then, the, you know, the cops come. They put up the, the table. And then they start taking people in. Um, and then right away from when you sign in, you got to, like, run up to the courtroom because sitting in front of the courtroom means that you can decide where you sit in court. You know what I mean? So it's, mm -hmm. there's no like number seating chart. It's like, so then right from there, you got to wait from seven to nine um, out in front of the courtroom to make sure that you get the spot you want. So I think that's, I think that probably answers what she means on how do I enter? Um, I don't know if she means like, how do I dress or how do I get <laughs> Like I think that was a good enough answer. Absolutely. And by the way, we've gotten some chats about essentially who's who is who is this person? Who is James? So one, why don't you tell people about your Twitter account? And two, you know, tell yeah. them a little bit about who you are, because this has been your first your first time on the channel. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm from Florida. Um, I'm a law nerd, I guess. Uh, I'm just like a regular viewer. Um, and I became really interested in, in this trial and other trials. But because I'm familiar with the area in Fairfax, I decided to stop by and get a more inside look, especially like the courtroom antics 
and the jurors and everything like that after seeing basically people like you all talk on your streams like oh I wish you could know what was going on so I was like you know what someone I'm gonna go report on it because I have a business and an analyst background I'm pretty good at, at note-taking and things like that um, and then it just kind of all happened obviously well not obviously but maybe some people seen uh, the TikTok videos or the picture of me and, and Amber and then uh, Amber's sister Whitney and then also meeting Larry Rob and Ian that one day, you know, I was on uh, Larry's Rob stream and people seemed to like that. And then from there, like my Twitter just blew up. And I mean, you know, now I'm on streams with you. I'm on streams with Alita, um, uh, Rakita Law and, and, and stuff. So it's really kind of a, I don't know, whirlwind. Are you having fun? Yes. I love every minute of it. It's, it's exciting. I love the trial. I love, I mean, I love taking notes and observing. I'm a, someone, I love to analyze people. So I, it's fun to do that. And then to come back and talk about it uh, is cool, too, because I love talking. So Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. That's James. I expect he'll be around LawTube for some time to come. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much. And I'll probably maybe use that as a segue to hop off if that's cool. Yeah, you... get out of here, James. You've been here long enough. Go <laughs> check out his Twitter. He will be yes, around yeah. and popping in on LawTube. He's in the courthouse like every day. <laughs> uh, and it's be been a pleasure here. having you here james thank you um and we'll we'll connect and, and we'll be doing this again for sure thank you and thank you to everyone uh in the chats for sure appreciate Sounds it good. Have, have a good one day. bye all right folks like other episodes of headlines now you're stuck with just me so we're going to talk about some super chats here and then we're going to send you on your happy way for hopefully a, a light saturday i had a whole big thunderstorm roll through here but we got some sunshine out uh, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let's talk super chats. Luke, LawTube D&D campaign. I'll DM if Hogue can't nerd emoji, nerd emoji. Okay. All right. I'll add this to the list of potential ideas. I have a feeling that Emily Baker would make one heck of a D&D uh, player. Liv Matthews, what are your thoughts on Jennifer Howell? I know that it's a name that was brought up in Whitney's cross-examination. And I know that people sent me a declaration that I have not read because I'm waiting to see how it is entered into the evidence in court. But the internet seems very excited about what she might say. So I'm going to keep an open mind, but I expect it next week. Shem Pasta, it seems like most people don't want to look at facts and just want to be heard. Thoughts, if any, on this and how to reverse this. I think most people actually do want facts. I'm, again, an optimist at heart, right? I think people want to know what the truth is and don't necessarily just want to be led around by the nose, but the media prefers to lead by the nose. Um, and so right now I continue to advocate for more fact-based, critical thinking, critical analysis in articles and I will do that until I'm no longer allowed to stream. Um, and so I will continue doing that. I think we can make small changes in the world, doing that kind of thing, advocating for that kind of thing. And ultimately small changes lead to big changes. So that's how I think we do it. We continue to critically think ourselves and show off that there are ways to analyze these things that get us closer to truth than we might otherwise. Thank you for the super chat. Willow, I love how James is now LawTube's own Jimmy Olsen, the intrepid reporter from Superman. Yeah. He's very cool. He's very cool. Mary Sunderland, amazing, putting together an Ikea dresser now. Hell. You don't like the little pictograph person telling you how to put these things together? I think half of the bookshelves in my house have something on that's backwards because the, the, the pictures are never easy enough for me. Root Baracus, you guys are the best. Love from Portugal. Thank you. Hello, Portugal. Cynthia Roberts, how was Amber Heard during Whitney's testimony? I That's probably a question for James. Um, but I think she was looking at her and that's all I really remember about that. I'm sorry. 
Miguel Rosales Portillo, Ace Attorney stream with LawTube might be fun. A lot of people have asked for Ace Attorney. I have to figure out how to put wires in and get things streamed and figure out how we're all going to play games together and that kind of thing. That is all after the trial stuff, but I hear you. Virtual reality is going to be fun and games for LawTube. We're going to get some stuff done, I promise. James Morris, Mission Nonprofit for Women and Children have, have released a statement in favor of JD. Yes, that was one of the headlines that was potentially going to be a part of this video, but I have to keep it into some reasonable length of time. I think that's very interesting, and I might still cover it uh, next week. Uh, Nidia, I consider myself progressive. Many of these articles are missing out on a great opportunity for a discussion about intersectional feminism, and it is frustrating. I hear you. Put people in boxes and that leaves other people out. Lisa Kaufman, in my opinion, if your movement requires the validation of Amber Heard, you may want to rethink your strategy. I agree. Fred Detherian, Isaac saw a puddle of wine, meaning not absorbed yet. In between both sets of cops, they might have used other red liquid to not stain. I don't know. I'm looking forward to closing statements in part because I want to know what each side thinks they have shown on the night of May 21st. Uh, because I don't fully understand how all those pieces are to go together. And I'm really looking forward to them summarizing it. Mike Hat, the cabal is upsetty spaghetti. Debbie Vincent, as an Aussie, we have extremely strict rules and quarantines on bringing wood, animals, and food into the country, let alone crossing state borders with fruit and vegetables. Yeah, and, and that makes sense. You're, you know, an, an island uh, nation. Um, so if they violated that, I could understand how they could get into deep, deep trouble. Elon Julie, thank you for giving us Germans the ownership of this stream. I think that's what I read earlier. Well, all right, I rescind that. No meeting of the minds, uh, but I appreciate it. Uh, crying, laughing on its side emoji. Uh, N Carol one thank you so much for the super chat. See the cause, discouraged that the web world is awash with poor winners, cast shade on reasonable minds aligning with JD's side. I hate that, right? It cannot possibly be the case that a reasoned person can't look at this trial and say, I think JD's side is right. It's, it's at minimum, it's close. Even if you think Amber Heard's side is right, at minimum, you have to at least acknowledge that Johnny Depp's case is stronger than you might have anticipated in a defamation suit like this. Um, so I agree with you that the actual disparagement of the notion that a rational person could come to that conclusion is offensive to me. <laughs> personally, because I feel I am that rational person that came to that conclusion. So you have to be careful when you're making those big rhetorical swings because you lose people that you're trying to convince when you call them out in that manner. Here. Ink Park. Congratulations, Rob, on 100K. Congratulations, Rob. Sent mascot logo for you. Please do check out his channel. And by the way, there's almost 5,000 of you. I think I'm pretty close to 100K. If you want to like and subscribe here, that would be cool too. Uh, and then Rob and I could both be in the 100K six-figure club. That would be neat. <laughs> Nkarawan001, Johnny Depp teams are planning to bring Jen, Amber Heard's sister's boss. That's Jennifer Howell. How can they go around hearsay? Her statement is secondhand from Amber Heard's sister. So Whitney presented a story in court. In general, you are allowed to impeach a, state, a witness's statement as a contradictory statement, not necessarily for the truth of the matter asserted, as we would say, but to point out that this person changed their story. Now, of course, since you are interested in the truth of the matter asserted, that's a good way to get it in, entered into court. Uh, but that could be happening, essentially saying, hey, we're impeaching that witness. They changed their story, and this is important for the jury to know. Or it's a deposition video where essentially everything's already been agreed to, and we've seen that more hearsay and more other things come in, leading questions and the like, than otherwise in live court. Star C, I believe these articles are being pushed by Amber Heard's new PR team. It can't be a coincidence that these articles started with the change of the PRT. I don't think it's a coincidence 
But I don't think every single article we've looked at is solely a result of the PR team as much as it's a change in what they see the media covering. So there was always going to be a change when Amber Heard's team took over. And then I think it was heightened by the new PR team. Lychee3RR, uh, Bernbrot wants you to give over your channel rights to the German Republic. Love from your German community. Love. Yeah, I, I, I got that impression from the last Super Chat. But no, you can't have it, uh, Germany. Uh, but I'm, I'm more than happy. You want to do a collab? You know, we can we can talk. Uh, Ashanti Feebles, heard it's uncommon, but do you think the judge will dismiss Amber Heard's defamation suit after the defense rests since there is essentially no evidence? I have it at 50-50. It is very uncommon. So 50-50 is a huge number for a motion to dismiss. And I think primarily the biggest hurdle that Amber Heard's team has failed to overcome, the reason I give it a 50% chance, is that they have not established that Waldman is an agent of Johnny Depp, that Johnny Depp ordered it or intimated that he was ordering the statements that Adam Waldman made. And in general, independent contractors, which is what attorneys are, aren't held, uh, don't make their clients liable for what they have to say. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that finds any purchase uh, as an argument in court. Uh, and I'm, if they kick it out on Monday, can you imagine the headlines on Tuesday? Yeah, there'd be an episode that day. Uh, Renai, James, are you in law school or are planning to? He's not yet. He's thinking about it. Heather Breaker, have asked a few times on Legal Bites and missed them. Why can they talk about illegal drugs? I really love you guys and I'm sad I can't buy merch. Uh, we don't have LawTube merch, but we have Virtually Legality merch if you check below this video. Um, I There's no reason that they couldn't talk about them. It's part of the theory of the case, essentially, is that the drugs make him a monster and the monster hits her. Um, so there's no reason why that wouldn't be allowed in evidence. And you see that discussed, obviously, every day of the trial, basically. Um, so I, there's no reason to not discuss it. It is ostensibly helpful to Amber Heard's team. And so Amber Heard's team has brought it up time and time again. Don Leinart, here is your translation from the German-speaking friend. I, Rick Hogue, transfer uh, hereby all rights to this live stream. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I'm glad I asked for the translation. That is pretty amusing. Objectionable law, Ashley D. Harrison. Dang you, Rick. You got me so fired up this morning about that article. I'm going to end up spending my entire hourly rate sending you comments. I'm worried about that, actually, objectionable. Don't do that. Uh, but I thought you made a number of excellent points about the Vox article. And I could tell you were upset, and I think justifiably so. MF, you guys are awesome. I appreciate hearing both sides of an issue and think it's the extremist on both sides that cause problems. Keep it up. I tend to agree. Letha, Letha, I'm betting the pics of Amber Heard don't have metadata because they don't line up with her claims of abuse. Somewhat angry emoji. Thank you for all that you do. Bleeding heart emoji. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, the metadata is a question because there's a lot of weird photo stuff, right? They presented two photos that seem to be identical in different lighting. We're not talking about that again. Might come up in rebuttal. Uh, Lady SG, my biggest issue with this trial is that Amber Heard's apparent attempts to embellish her situation for monetary gain will deter future actual victims of DV or SV by high-profile people from coming forward. I hope not. Again, the point of the New Republic article that I read to you is that this is an enormously unique situation. Uh, and Amber Heard is a enormously poor kind of envoy for whatever long-term social impact you think this trial should have. So my sincere hope is that the people that need help, the people that have claims, the people that are getting hurt, go and seek that help. Go seek a judicial system and a law enforcement system that will listen to them, investigate it, and proceed as follows from that investigation. I think there are risks there with Amber Heard coming out and being vilified, but I think she's a special case because I think, honestly, it's very difficult to believe her in so, so many ways. Thank you for the super chat.
Denise from Canada, TNR article author deserves major accolades for having the kahunas slash chutzpah to go against the MSM norm of only spewing a one-sided skewed narrative. I tend to agree. I think that that does take a certain amount of bravery in that field. Uh, Amadieras, that TNR article was a breath of fresh air. Thanks for sharing. Jules R., it isn't a political issue. Good God, it's two people in a public battle. Us smart ones are watching the trial and deducing our own conclusions. I think that's the right way to think about it. Ashanti Feebles, uh, respect to independent doctor comment. Curry did say that it's her in her retainer agreement that she's saying the truth no matter what it finds. Yes, um, all the experts are saying the truth as they find them, uh, but she is def you can't you definitely can't frame her as independent. Um, she is she is paid for by Johnny Depp's team. Uh, Luke, refreshing article. My main problem with the evidence is that she did take photos, videos, etc., but none of them corroborate her claims. If you are already making an album, take pics of the worst stuff. Honestly, that's one of the things that gets me too. Is you've evidenced yourself as a documentarian. You've got a lot of documentation. You've got a lot of corroboration about mirror writing and sleepy Johnny and things like that, which are useful. They're not against your case, uh, realistically, but as we look at this particular issue, the things that are the most important, we don't have photos of. So when Camille goes and says, well, you took a photo of this mirror, but you didn't catch it yourself. Did you? That is worth noting. That puts in the mind of the jury. Yeah. You know, she didn't, if she's so beat up and she's trying to prove these claims, why didn't she? Um, and while I don't think that every person that is a potential DV survivor should have to have enormous amounts of documentary proof. Once you've said that that's what you do and you say that you've taken these things and then you show what you've got, um, we can evaluate that as it is presented. K Bragg, I think there's a strong urge to believe Amber because it's so difficult to believe that someone would lie about something so heinous. That's me. It's just so God awful. If you're lying about this stuff, that is awful. It's awful. Maddie Matthew TV, have you seen the photo of Amber in court that shows the huge scratch under her makeup so she can cover up one of the craziest battles of her life, but not a scratch? I haven't really thought of it that way. I'll have to look at the photos in that context, but I don't remember thinking that. Um, thank you for the super chat. Jay Wolfstein, Wolfenstein, uh, been throwing this out to law tubers and it's your turn. We should totally believe all women, especially when they say, uh, I'm fine. Um, I mean, I think, I think we should believe people, uh, when we're, we shouldn't dismiss people. I think as I, legal mindset said, uh, properly is we shouldn't just dismiss outright, certainly not based on demographics. Uh, and we should all take into account if someone is telling us that something awful has happened to them. Uh, definitely. Carly loves still life by Big Bang. James, how did the jury react when Amber Heard complained that JD didn't look her in the eye because she's the victim? And when EB mimicked him, I think he's on Legal Bites answering those questions. I'm very sorry that I didn't get to them while he was still here. Teresa GV, Hogue, your hangouts are the perfect start of the day. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Van Sexel, I am like an hour back, but that Vox article made me so angry I decided to finally super chat. Believe me, I want you to know my goal is not to make the chat so angry that they decide to super chat. <laughs> I'm very sorry it made you that angry. I thought it was a necessary one to cover because it was so outlandish to me. Wendy's Cafe, follow up to Leon's SC, a super chat about Amber Heard's tweet. I want to know why they haven't introduced Amber Heard's Instagram post that she actually claims that she wrote the article. Do Johnny Depp's lawyers not know about it? I haven't seen anything about it. I've seen references, I think from folks like you, talking about an Instagram post. I have seen nothing about it. Uh, in the trial. So it might be that they feel it just copies over the same ground, but ordinarily you would present that stuff because it enhances your claim. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Ruth, Ruth. I don't know what those emojis are. Little houses, uh, little house, little house, little house, exclamation points. Hope I didn't get that wrong. Apologies. 
1953, I saw Camille Vasquez for president t-shirt, smiling, laughing emoji, heart emoji. <laughs> Vance XL, I'm black, never watched Aquaman or Pirates, saw Depp as a dick and believed Amber, didn't watch till Amber testified. She made me think she's lying. I think reasonable person people can evaluate that and say, that doesn't feel right. Gary Ugarek, new sub, thoughts on rebuttal, still practice. Um, I don't, I, I, do I still practice law? I do. I'm a transactional lawyer. I do mergers and acquisitions and, and, and deals. Um, thoughts on the rebuttal. I think that um, Johnny Depp having a 10-hour advantage is going to play out in some pretty significant ways, and I expect his rebuttal to be very strong. Um, so I think Amber Heard's team has put themselves in a hole going into this last week. Wendy's Cafe. I went to school with a girl who was allergic to the sun. She literally burned in seconds when she went outside. She also took medication to combat it. That's that's awful. That must be so hard to live through. Uh, thank you for sharing. Uh, CG, this case is making allies of people all over the political spectrum. The main differentiator in opposing opinions is, have you actually watched most of the trial or not? I do think if you have watched this thing, you've got a good chance of saying, um, a lot of that doesn't feel right. Uh, and I know in transcript form or as reported by the media outlet of your choosing, it can read differently. But if you actually watch this thing happen and you evaluate the context in which it's being delivered, it's easier to say, I don't believe you. Potentially a doctor, could they possibly show the pictures after the TRO with Rocky that she appears to be laughing and has absolutely no bruise? If that exists, yes, I haven't seen it yet. Amanda R, super sticker, thank you so much. Teresa GV, according to Amber Heard's lawyers, she deserved half of the back end for Pirates 5, and she decided to leave that on the table. Why do you think that was? Uh, I think you get into a much bigger fight vis-a-vis -vis the divorce the more that you ask for. Um, I think that the lawyers on both sides were negotiating and got to a $7 million number. I do not think that was out of largesse or the goodness of Amber Heard's heart. Um, I think they would have had a harder time proving they got exactly half of that. But she wanted to also be able to say that she left some on the table. This wasn't about money. Um, and so I think with both of those in place, that's probably what happened. I don't think it's very important to this case in front of us right now. Bear, past the half century mark myself, aging stinks, but the alternative is worse. But I used to tell my old boss uh, when he complained about something related to age. I said, well, it's better than the alternative. Uh, crying, a happy emoji. Kareen, not Karen. MSM is trash. I hate all the narratives that Amber is the tragic abused victim. What proof are they basing this on? Meds evidence independently show that Johnny Depp was the abused party. Amber has no meds evidence to prove her case. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that Johnny Depp was abused. Uh, whether or not Amber was as well, uh, that's where you really have to strain your credibility and try to figure out what was objectively proved by Amber Heard in her testimony. I hear you. Mary Holman, is James okay with uh, this notepad emoji or this kind of note-taking emoji for his emoji? I don't know, but it's a perfect emoji for him. Janet Dick, hey, James, is someone still waiting in line with her hair and rollers all night? I'm sorry I missed these. Uh, C.T. Hogue, I am shocked to find as a feminist and avowed socialist who has watched the entire trial that somehow I am a men's rights activist. Don't forget alt-right extremist and white supremacist. Uh, so yeah, Vox went a little far afield with that. Uh, I have noted that a lot of different political stripes have been on both sides, really, of the case, but a lot, especially on Johnny Depp's side. Ashley Kelson, uh, Dovidaskis, apologies. I just want to thank you all. Before my kiddo demanded all my attention, I was a paralegal and JA, and I miss it. Thanks for making me feel like I'm back. Yeah, fantastic. Get a little legal uh, in your day. We try to have fun with it. That's awesome. Alexandra Rola, Brazilian lawyer, so, uh, sociologist, and Marxist. 
loves LawTube, and you all love learning U.S. legal system besides Supreme Court coverage. Yeah, that can get a little heavy, can't it? Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the super chat. Mike Hatt, ever play L.A. Noir or Ace Attorney? You might dig it. I have played both. Uh, L.A. Noir, uh, I enjoy for its darkness and interesting actual noir sensibilities. Ace Attorney is goofball fun. It's one of my daughter's favorite games, and we'll probably be playing it this weekend. Hills UK, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and me, 42. Absolutely. The answer to life, the universe, and everything. Alicia Lawrence, thank you for the super sticker. Zane, my favorite part of Saturdays is checking in with LawTube. Question, what are your thoughts on Wesley Crusher? Some plot seems silly. I do not hate Wesley Crusher as some of Star Trek The Next Generation fans do. I do think many of his plots were ridiculous wunderkind-type plots uh, that put him at the center of action when he didn't deserve to be there. Eric Thames, the Urquan, the Urquan Masters is the name of the Star Control free version. It's a must-play for old-school gamers. Younger players might enjoy a guide. Urquan Masters, check it out. Browser available. My favorite game of all time. You will not regret it. Aaron Flemons took Amber Heard's side when viewing video of Johnny Depp in the kitchen before trial. Yeah, I, I think that's an effective piece of Amber Heard's evidence. After evidence and benefit of context changed my mind. Keep up the great coverage. I think that's basically what happened with me. You can go see me react to that video and be like, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty good Amber Heard evidence. And then after the rest of the court case, you say, okay, I understand it better. Dark Beholder, I think the question about talking about illegal drugs was about avoiding self-incrimination for taking them. Um, oh, I see. Uh, they would have waived that. There's really no likelihood of any kind of criminal complaint on those. Um, so they would have waived them to establish and it, it it's not really an issue, uh, is what I will say. I'll talk to my litigator friends on it, but I had never even really thought about that. Carly Loves Still Life by Big Bang. Nerd Talk. One, what's your favorite TV series of all time outside of sci-fi? That would be Breaking Bad. Two, best and worst Marvel movie. My favorite Marvel movie is A Cheat, because my favorite solo Marvel movie is Black Panther, and my favorite together Marvel movie is Infinity War. Um, but I don't think Infinity War makes a lot of sense or doesn't have that same appeal if you don't have all the other movies in your back catalog. Hogue fans, let's share the link on social media and bring up its follower numbers. Germans, crying, laughing emoji. Alicia Lauren, almost 100K celebrating you, Hogue. I think that's like a, I think that's like a smiling emoji getting a hug or giving a hug. That's cool. Thank you very much. Lawrence, really enjoying today's stream. Have you thought about also streaming to Odyssey or Rumble as a backup in case of YouTube shenanigans? So right now I'm mirrored on a site called Utreon, which is also one of my support sites. You can support the channel at Utreon or Patreon, which is probably what you're more familiar with. But Utreon's a great site, gives us more of the actual support. Also mirrors the videos and allows you to comment and things like that. They're kind of an up and coming site. So I'm doing it there. I will probably mirror in more places. I don't trust YouTube to make sure these things are up. And if we ever make this a full-time gig, uh, it would be the kind of thing that I would actually probably build a website infrastructure for so that I could control and make sure that I couldn't just be pulled down for things like that. But thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> Bernard, there is no perfect witness, but as she cannot corroborate most of her claims, this should never go her way. Question, if Johnny Depp loses, can she publicly repeat the insane SA claim? If he completely loses, then yes. Yeah, yeah, she can, she can repeat it. It would have been already adjudicated. Um, so definitely. Uh, let's see here. We, I think we have some more. Uh, here's that one. Just a few more super chats. Star C, one of our biggest issues as a society is the belief that if you are pro-women's rights, you cannot simultaneously be pro-men's rights and vice versa. Yeah, pro-rights. 
Everybody that gets harmed should be able to seek redress and should be able to be listened to properly by investigative authorities and the law enforcement system. That that hasn't happened in the past is a stain on those systems. And I'm entirely in favor of reform and making sure that it continues to serve justice. But that doesn't mean that you have to serve justice at the cost of someone else's justice. So I'm entirely in favor of looking at our systems and trying to improve them. Guy Halfhead, thank you so much for the super chat. Nor H, hello from Oman. Awesome. I agree with you 100%. We need to be more neutral, being a feminist or not. By the way, I did not realize she was in Aquaman until the trial. Stars in your eyes emojis, uh, kind of teethy, gritted emoji. Uh, yeah, she's an Aquaman. I like the Aquaman movie. You know, you can hold that against me, but I like that. It's a couch. Ruth Rose, couch, couch, couch. Let's try this again. Crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji. I apologize, Ruth Rose. I literally am looking at it saying, what is that? It's a couch. Makes total sense. Of course, that's a perfect safe word because you never say couch outside of a fraught situation. Guy Halfhead, how do they get into testimony? All the contradictions in Amber Heard's recent slash older testimony. Has defendant ever been called as a rebuttal witness? Yeah, I mean, I think they could. The question is, is do you think that she is going to be harmed by it, making it her case worse? Or do you think she's got a chance to somehow rehabilitate herself in that context? And I think it's not worth the risk. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but yeah, they're going to try to introduce those things. And then the closing statement is designed to put big contradictions next to each other. It's just two hours of lawyers being rhetorical speech makers. So we're going to want to pay attention to that. We're going to get a lot of rhetoric and hopefully explanation of what we just saw for six weeks. And I think if I'm not mistaken, oh, I am mistaken. You guys always trick me. Uh, we're just about set for this episode. Deborah Wallace, Rocky saying she sent her husband to their PH is BS. Why let him go if you are afraid of how you'll find Amber when she didn't answer her phone? And I don't know. I mean, maybe you're not that afraid, but you want to be the one to find it if there's some problem there. I, I tend to agree there's all sorts of problems with that testimony. I don't know whether that's BS to go back to the penthouse or not. It's an interesting question. Caller 2000, thank you for the super chat. Marcus Cato, that'll do, hog babe. That'll do, babe. Bonnie Gibbons, you are a lawyer equals yes. Yes, I am. Talk of media games caught my interest. Yeah, that's what we do here. Uh, virtual legality, for those of you that don't know, I said you could support us on Utreon and Patreon. Please do. I, I love it. It helps keep the lights on. helps keep uh, the kids fed and all that great stuff. We primarily talk about business and law. I'm a transactional attorney with the mergers and acquisitions and venture capital background. Through the lens of the stuff that you're already interested in, pop culture, we talk about Marvel movies. We talked about when Spider-Man was going between Sony and Marvel. We talk about video games, which is an era of consolidation. We talked about Epic versus Apple and antitrust lawsuits. That's what we do here. And that is what I love. So if you like that, look out for virtual legality episodes. I think we have 600 some odd virtual legality episodes right now. We have headlines and hangouts here, which is a uh, offshoot of virtual legality. I might need to change the name since I continue saying it backwards. Uh, and uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. And here's Rob keeping us here. Lawn Lumber, you're mistaken. You will never finish. Ha ha ha. I think it's Rob's favorite thing to come on and give a super chat and just keep the stream going. So I appreciate it, Rob. I hope your lawn is getting mowed and that you get some time to, uh, you know, woodwork uh, today uh, during the trial. Collar 2000, thank you so much for the super chat. And that's going to do it for me, folks. Thank you for a wonderful episode here to start the weekend. I love chatting with you all. I hope you found those articles interesting. And thanks to my guests, James, Rob, thank you for popping in. It was fantastic to see you all. Please do check out James's Twitter. Check out Rob, the 100,000 subscriber man's channel, Law & Lumber, for his videos and more. And I will see you. I might be bopping around LawTube uh, this weekend. Elsewhere, certainly on Monday, 
on Legal Bites for the last week of the trial of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Have a good one, everybody.